Jackoffs, how you doing? Welcome to the Union Jackoff. My name is Daniel Muggleton. I'm your host. How are you? How you doing? Uh, thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast. Sometimes I feel I'm not grateful enough, but right up top, I just want to say thank you for letting me call you jerk-offs for almost a year and a half now. We've been going a while. We got some, we got some miles under the belt. Uh, just want to give a quick little shout out to Superfan Dash. Uh, always getting in touch. Um, and I'm going to get Yuriko Katani on the podcast soon. That's right. You can request. I know everybody. I want to get them on the pod. I want to chat to them, but I want to hear what you guys are interested in. Yuriko Katani from Japan initially has lived in London for about a decade now. Uh, going to get her on to chat about that. Anyone else you would like. I know that Linda has said to get Catherine Bohart. We're trying to figure out dates on that, but we'll get her as well. I promise. Um, what else has been happening? Not too much. I've had a bit of a week in the UK, which is nice. Haven't done too much traveling. Uh, that said, did do a gig in Surbiton Monday night. And by God, the suburbs, man. It was a, it was a weird vibe. It was like a, a little theater connected to a church. And a very local crowd. Like nobody, I don't think anybody even used public transport to get there. It was just one of those outside-the-box gigs. Great gigs, by the way. If you do live in southwest London, outside-the-box comedy, always have really high-quality headliners trying some new shit out. I've uh, worked with, like, Ramesh Ranganathan. Uh, Stephen Kamos was there on Monday. Uh, Reginald D. Hunter does a lot of them. Uh, Josh Whittacombe, I think, as well. So if you're, if you're in the Kingston area of London, you can definitely get around those gigs. But... Uh, I think my favorite bit of Monday night was there was a real old bloke at the front front corner, you know? The seat furthest away from the door to the theater. And you can just tell that like that's where he sits every time. You know, he's got his spot in the theater. He goes to everything they put on there. Real old bloke, probably like 80, 90, somewhere around there. And uh, he was, you know, he, he wasn't a menace. He was definitely a character, but he was just like a, an enjoyable part of the show. And my favorite bit was I, you know, I got, I got a little joke at the moment about cocaine because uh, I'm assimilating correctly into London and he laughed his goddamn head off at it. He loved it. I don't know why. I don't know what his past was like, but I was very impressed uh, by this cool old man. Um, oh, yeah. One last thing. I think uh, you got the jerk offs. I love you very much. We, we broke another record this week. Remember last month? I was really psyched that we got a thousand listens in a month. Uh, I was really impressed with that. Well, this month we did it with a week to spare. We've already cracked a thousand listens. So thank you. Please keep telling people about this podcast. I like to think it is one of the best kept secrets. And I mean that literally like, you know, it's like best kept secret. Everybody knows about it. No, I think this is just a really good thing that not nearly enough people know about. So please keep spreading the word. Uh, get in touch with me on Twitter at the Union Jackoff or at Dan Muggleton. If you want to talk to me directly, I just had, uh, who was it? Was it Simon? Someone just had a chat with me on Twitter about my favorite bits of the UK. Uh, who was it? It was Jake. Sorry, Jake. Um, yeah, talking about my favorite bits of the UK. And I, I you know, got to say the comedy scene has definitely been a highlight. It is an amazing live entertainment industry in this country. Music, comedy, even spoken word. If a country can sustain a spoken word scene, then you guys are a good audience. 
And I got to say, I think British people are my favorite audience uh, in the world. Except maybe like probably specifically the Scots, man. I dig performing in Scotland. Uh, always have a good time up there. It's a it's a great, great sense of humor. Um, and then obviously the worst thing is just the food. And Jake didn't really believe that. He's like, how can you live in London and think the food is terrible? Like maybe it's just a London thing and it's not. London food is better than any food <laughs> that I've had outside of London in the UK. And it's just not good. I don't, I don't want to bang on about it. I know it's a stereotype, but just the level of produce, the level of cooking, like the quality you get in Australia for the same cost or less is ridiculous. Uh, it is so good. So please come to my homeland, go out for brunch and really settle in. Like the workers' caps here, the full English, yeah, I can dig it. I appreciate the value for money. I, I like to figure out just how much the sausages must cost them for them being able to serve it all for five sixty. I got to assume like something like 5p and that they're frozen sausages, which is a terrifying concept. But hey, uh, I'm still eating there every now and again. But you just go to Australia, the brunch culture, get like an acai bowl, get a fresh juice that doesn't cost 7,000 quid because apparently juices here are very expensive to run. Uh, you will you will not be disappointed. Australia does every type of food better. I promise you. Except for Caribbean food because we don't really have Caribbean food. Uh, the jerk chicken around my hood is the best. Go to Troy Bar for the lunch special. You might just catch me in there. Um, great. So that was just quick little quick little plugs, quick little shout outs. Um, a few more of you have watched my special on Amazon Prime. Uh, you always mention that you are jerk-offs in the reviews, which I appreciate. Currently on the UK, Amazon Prime, 17 reviews, all five stars. Pretty sick. Pretty strong. Uh, if you are in Australia or America, you can check it out as well on AmazonPrime.com. Don't have as good reviews there, so I want some allies. Get in there. Watch the special. Chuck it a cheeky five stars. Uh, and I would appreciate it. I do check. I do Google myself. I don't know how to set up Google alerts yet, but if you know, please tell me. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Uh, very excited for this week's episode. Uh, chatting to Funbi Omateo and Michael Ottawale, both uh, born in Britain, but uh, first generation immigrant, well, first generation from nigeria so that they're, they're nigerian and uh i i'm always really curious about african countries because australia is geographically just not close to africa culturally there's not a lot of african immigration to australia that's starting to change but it is still uh very very small compared to like the asian immigration so i personally just don't really know anything about africa and i feel shit about that so I wanted to get these boys on, have a chat about that, have a chat about Nigeria itself, if they've been back, if they'd go back, uh, what being black in the UK means, uh, the BAME stuff, like get into all of it. I want to chat to them. Um, both hilarious dudes caught Michael's debut show at Edinburgh, which is nominated for Best Newcomer. And Fumbi is about to record uh, a special at the Backyard Comedy Club, my favorite Backyard Comedy Club. I think it's November 5th. Uh, he's been on like the John Bishop show and done a bunch of TV. He is very established in the UK comedy industry. Now, to take us there, I have this week's feature track from Nature TV. 
That's right, Nature TV with She Wants to See You Cry. It's a brand new track. It's coming out real soon or it's just come out. I'm not 100% sure on that. But Nature TV, thank you so much for sending this thing in. You'll get a taste of it now, a taste of it after the interview, and then the full song at the end of the podcast. Please do listen to it because why not discover some brand new music while you learn about Nigeria? Now, guys, jerk-offs, let's get into it. The Union Jack-Off with Michael Otawale and Funbi Omateo. a bit easier for me yeah that's what people do so you mean your version of britain yeah, yeah. is different from mine yeah. of course it is well, your time's different because now you're accepted right, you have to do but you're so still much. not accepted Wait, but how, i still that fucking old are you i'm 39 <laughs> oh wow because the way you're saying it, it's just yeah, like yeah like your generation paved it for me yeah we did we took the bullets <laughs> for well, not, you not you not i you. did not you. we're first generation we're first gen maybe comedically yeah but not. yeah comedically who else who yeah. else do you know about my generation who's nigerian that was putting anything down I think I'm first gen. gen. No, I'm first. My parents are Nigerian, Should isn't we it? say this for the podcast? No, but... It's, we're recording. We're, this is, oh, recording <laughs> now. <laughs> I mean, this is the bit that the audio people get. They get, oh, the, okay. they get the good shit. And then, <laughs> and then, like, it comes to the show and everyone's... But no, I thought second gen, first gen is something I genuinely don't... First generation basically means your parents are not from this generation, from the, from this country, but they gave birth to you in this country. I thought it meant... So Caribbeans can go back to second generation because a lot of their parents were born here. However... Our parents came straight from Nigeria. I actually Mitch, never understood this myself. Mitch, can you look that up? Because I don't know if that's true. I don't want to go against you on this right <laughs> off the bat. Just be like, for um, me, I don't think you know where what, you're from, mate. What, um, the, what am I looking up? Um, first gen, second gen, third gen, which, which it means. Because I thought first gen was like, you are the immigrant. No, first gen is, they're not, because this is not their generation. They're not, their generation comes from Africa. Right. So they come over here as immigrants and give birth to us. We're the and first generation the first gen. of those people. And then second gen is... We, my children. Oh. Because like the, I, what? But I thought, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember... First generation immigrant is a person born in a country other than his or her country of residence whose resident period in the host is or expected to be at least 12 months. Can't they just put that down if you were born into a country? For, like, what's bear breakdown codes? And I was like, what? Is that Wikipedia? Uh, I don't know. You can change, you can change it. Yeah, I'm going to update that, uh, Mooch. Yeah, true. That's the EU uh, one, so it's that's like, the EU it might one. change. So what am I? Your first generation. Your first gen. If your, your parents were born in another born. country. So Asians have that. Yeah, well, a lot of people have that. But yeah, we're first generation. So what are you? I'm first generation. You're both oh. first gen. Okay. Yeah, I'm just an older generation of yours. You're OG first gen. I'm an OG. OG. I'm the originals. Yeah, okay. I'm the ones who had to change our names. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you did pave things and make things a little bit easier. No, we definitely did. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. wait. Right. You changed your name to Fombi? No, no, my name okay. is Fombi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we, we, um, we took the wounds that you lot didn't have. Now, because like, now, like, when um, the compares asked me how to pronounce my name. Michael. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you pronounce it. First no, like, joke like my the second podcast. name. They, they asked to pronounce it. And I guess they didn't do that to you. But when I was doing it, yeah. we weren't allowed in the clubs. <laughs> 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 Fuck asking my name. They weren't booking. Yeah, what are you doing the urban circuits? So they're like, we We're got doing it. the urban circuits. We, we got to figure it out. Yeah, the urban circuits, it was what music do you want to come out to? That was yeah. a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't what's your name, bro. It's like, hey, what song do you want to come That's out? You have to come out funny. to the right song, Don. You come out to the wrong song, oh the God. crowd's not going to feel it. <laughs> Because yeah, I, I oh. came up on the mainstream circuit, so it yeah. still throws me sometimes when people ask what songs. Of course, I came up on the urban circuit, so yeah. you had to. I've um, never been asked what song apart from during a fringe show, and I'm just yeah. like, whatever, dude. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Whenever do that at Black what, Show, what Dan, it's song? not going to go down. I, I One time show? I came out to um, oh. um, Jamie Foxx and Kanye West, Gold Digger. 
came out to um, everybody in the club getting tips. Nothing, that's on the crowd of Jaquan. At Tips that time, it. remember you see, oh it's funny how you said cool. nothing British. At the time, well, in my generation, we were heavy into American culture. Yeah, because yeah. that was the only black representation in the world. So, yeah. only when grime and garage came out that we started actually listening to British artists like okay. that in that sense. But before that, it was very, very American. So you would come out to an American song. Yeah, I mean, what this would have been like. 2003? 2003? <laughs> yeah, 2000, late 90s, 2000. Mm. Yeah, 2000. of course. Yeah, like what, what, you, what year did you start doing comedy? 2004. Oh, okay. Pretty, yeah, what British artists were around back then? Like British people were Rod Craig David. Then. Craig David. Rodney P. So Solid. Skinny is. Man. So Solid. So you could come out to 21 Seconds. That was a popular one to come yeah. out to. But you have to get the right tune because sometimes the tune doesn't start like at a good moment. It's like a build-up. You don't want the yeah, build-up. Yeah, yeah. It was like that. Did they not know? Yeah. I thought like there's, there's like Urban Geek DJs but like putting it in at one minute. Like bang. Like you get some like work experience in. DJs, man. They just... Coming out to power would have been good. You, that again. Was, that was 2010? Yeah. No, that was a remix. Out of uni. <laughs> what? Power remix. Came out for the What's this shit? Am I getting... came out in like 2000, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a remix. That yeah, came yeah, out yeah. Wait, like... The original was like 2000. I'm talking about Kanye oh. West. Oh, oh no, I'm talking about Pow oh, Lethal no, no, B. No, no, no. Oh, Pow! I'm Lethal to B. I was, I was if waiting. If you don't know about me, <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 I was, yeah. I was wondering how long this would take to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like right off the bat. I like, even heard the Kanye West before, before, before the actual intro. You know, you've heard I think power. today we might just oh, start. Yeah, this has been good already. Like I don't want to, guys. You didn't jack off. Usually we have the big intro, but fuck it, it's been good. We're we're jumping in. Please welcome Michael Otawale. Hello. And Fumbi Amateo. Yes, yes, right here. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Fucking yes. I was <laughs> Nailed very it. concerned. Two Nigerian names in two, one day. Two Nigerian names in one day or three? Otawale? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but you have to get the surnames, surnames in it. I mean, Otawale, Amateo. Yeah, everyone gets Fumbi. Fumbi's not hard. Fumbi's not hard, but the, but the spelling's hard. Is Fumbi, isn't it some, something else as well? Is Fumbi a shortened version? Oluwa Fumbi's a full name. That's the one. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> use that. Oluwa Fumbi. Oluwa Fumbi. Oluwa Fumbi. Oh, God's gift or something like that. God's gift. You don't use oh, that's that. That's what Michael means, doesn't it? Michael means. Hey, no, Michael means like. Michael's oh. an angel name, no? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> Michael. What's your urban name? Um, your urban name. Yoruba, Yoruba. Oh, Yoruba name. Yeah, oh, sorry, Yoruba. what's your urban <laughs> name? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. dude, what the fuck are you doing here? Huh? Ola Wale. Wale, your name? Your name's Ola as well? Yeah. Okay. Ola Wale or De Wale. Yeah, you should go with Michael still. Yeah, it makes more sense. It's too much Wale's in there. Do you think about like a stage name? Please. <laughs> nah man I always thought to myself I'm not gonna come out Cause you know We grew up watching Black comedy in it So you know yeah. They had the aliases Like you know you know. Well Jamie Foxx Is his name But it's still a name It's still You have motherfuckers With like you know Oh like Goonblock or something like. <laughs> What is it Ham Hamburger Jones is That's a bit of an interesting That's Def Jam one. isn't it But yeah. you, you had aliases a lot You know Smike, yeah. Smikey P <laughs> <laughs> the aliases is just for like ease of pronunciation or for like for coolness in it like coolness. like a rapper okay. like you know how rap people had names like yeah, so they yeah, figured yeah. you know I should go with a like some kind of rappers name, are know? getting lazy they're just going with the names now yeah, yeah the governments now and a lot of littles chance to rap them. a lot of littles yeah, yeah there's a lot of littles, littles have always been of, around there's, been, there's always been a lot of size in rap names yeah, yeah you know yeah. What I mean? when did like, little become good when Lil Richard did it, <laughs> <laughs> when there's he started not, not it, bigs. Well, really, yeah, everyone's lost yeah, weight now. Fashion is a thing, big man. Big pun. You know the worst part? He actually yeah. wasn't. But hold on, he wasn't big Daddy Kane. He just meant I'm big, as in like you know, notorious big. I mean, not wrong yeah. weight, as in stature. Oh, right. Big and Fat Joe, them they were weightish big. That's what they meant with that big. Wait. That big's gone now because Fat Shaman in it. Fat Shaman, rap Shaman, big pun, big pun. Fat Joe lost weight, and then that was the worst thing that happened. That was to the end of his career. <laughs> so we like, Ross. can't really. Yeah. yeah, Rick Rick Ross. Yeah, what happened to him? <laughs> yeah, that was like, his grunt don't sound the same anymore. <laughs> yeah, once they working out, 
It's like the hits went down. It's like <laughs> I preferred when you were, you know. But yeah, it's it's such a shame, you know. So I mean, I'm not sad to lose Rick Ross. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing that I care about Rick Ross is that uh, Cat Williams thing where he comes out with hustling the night oh, with yeah. the DJ. You were talking about work experience DJs. That guy was the best DJ yeah. ever. Uh, he rehearsed every that. time. They rehearsed that the whole day. Of course they did. It's like, sir, don't play it again. Yeah, and like after every time. Oh, that was a common thing on the black circuit. Then people would just come out to a music thing and be like, you know, when you're in your car, then play that music, DJ. <laughs> and then he'll do the whole Cat Williams. Uh, like, he's, he's up there, man. People, well, at least. Like if you look at two or three of his specials, they're really like high quality. Mm-hmm. Like, He's very um, and, he, and he talked about stuff. He talked about what he cared about, which is what I like. No, because it wasn't just like dumb. He would talk about like politics in his own way. Like he, mm-hmm. you know, he was up there. Yeah, I mean that one, like the the most recent one with the Jacksonville thing, which is like my favorite. That, thing of that all was time. so weird to me because it was a whole ten minutes on, on such a specific area, <laughs> and it's like this is not going to translate. What? But at the same time, it's very fascinating to see how much he knows about this very specific. Place. But that's yeah. what that's what you do in it. You go to a town, just just shout, man! I was at your town hall. Woo! Yeah, I posted it. Like it's it's paragraphs. Like yeah. it's like seven paragraphs. Yeah. He talks like, about the military. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, what? The, the funniest bit was I put it up there, and then my friend commented being like I'm from Jacksonville and this is my favourite bit of any comedy special yeah, ever and I'm yeah. like is it accurate and he's like every fucking word <laughs> yeah, yeah, every yeah, word yeah, is accurate yeah. like that's how many because times cats people want to feel validated if you go to like if I go to Nigeria to do a show and I just mention I had lunch in a local spot they're gonna lose their mind yeah 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 but like this is for a Netflix global <laughs> distribution <laughs> yeah, there's but, gonna be people in Nigeria being like what the fuck is Jacksonville but like, fine but they this? can google it now do you right. see what I'm saying because that's what we seem to think that people have to get what we're talking about people I watched to get what you're I watched Boys in the Hood. I didn't know where Compton was, but I knew it was a good movie. And I Googled up Compton. And I was like, I don't want to go there. (laughs) (laughs) They're right. So like that's, that's how we push culture forward, right? But that's like like you get context that like they show you what Compton is. Like whereas like with the joke in Jacksonville, it's just like most cities only have one hood. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you're talking about your experience in Australia or my experience from growing up in Hackney, I'm mm. not gonna. I, I was always told to open up for people to understand. Right. I really believe that no, you should just paint a good enough picture for people to want to actually look it up themselves. Really? If, you're good enough, if you're a good enough storyteller, you can translate that message without actually having to explain to them what that area is about. I get that. That's an interesting way to put it. It's definitely not. I'm like, I never, I never research anything I talk about on stage because mm-hmm. I never want to know more than the people I'm talking to. Like, I want to remember it like they'll remember it. Okay. Like, I have, like, I have things where I talk about slogans and they're wrong. I've looked them up, mm-hmm. like, subsequently. <laughs> and they're just wrong, but they sound right. And everybody's like, yeah, that was what it was. I'm pretty sure. Oh, when you gosh. have a joke, but it's, it's not right. Like and it's yeah. not factual. That's, well, that's why you always have to analyze what you're trying, especially if you're trying to make a but point through the joke. If you just don't, then you just be right. Well, then I guess if you- yeah, your joke is right. Like people, yeah. like the memory is the correct thing. You know what I mean? Yes. That, that's what. That's how I think about it. Like your memory of that thing is what you're talking about. It's yeah. not the actual universal slogan. Like mine's about the Colin Kaepernick ads, and it's just wrong. Yeah. Like it's just not the slogan. Like it's close. Like it's basically the same thing, but I've reworded it. And yeah. No one's ever been like, actually, sir, that's not the. Yeah, that's okay. You know, I try and stick to. I hate being wrong, so. <laughs> you hate I try being and, wrong. Yeah, I hate. I try and get the facts as, as much as I can, so I can't be challenged on, on my. It's like a paranoid thing. You're worried the audience is looking at you like. No, I did a joke about slave movies, and the the, the punchline is about there's only been like three slave movies, and people are complaining. And I mentioned the three slave movies as Roots, Amistad, and 12 Years a Slave. Mm. And then every time I finished the punch, I was like to me, you forgot Django. And then I, but I practiced for that before. You were prepared. I, I, I was prepared for that. Because <laughs> I knew someone might say that to me. Mm. And because technically they could be right. 
because it was yeah. a slave movie. But then I just came back with Django's not a slave movie. That's a romantic story because <laughs> no slave kills an entire white family at the end of a movie and right. he rides off into the moonlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not that same genre. So I was ready for that. Yeah. No, no but I didn't want to go on stage and do that. I was like, what about Django? Oh, you know what? You're right. You know, you're right. Because, you know, your, your instincts might not kick in then and be able to put that deal right. with that there and then on stage I mean I I don't think audiences really want you to be wrong have like, you ever been corrected don't think so on stage uh, not on stage not off stage never been wrong uh, <laughs> it's, been, <laughs> it's been a fruitful career um, <laughs> Dan's no, smashing it out here I mean no 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 like uh, I think so because I got like this thing where it's like you know no one like what number can everyone in this room divide by and the answer is five that I'm looking for but if I leave it too long so people yeah. be like two <laughs> like you know shit like that but you just kind of, you move them through it. And like, they weren't, I got another one, like what language, uh, like what language the subtitles come in, which obviously every language, but yeah. like, I'm looking for English. Yeah. But like, if you, you know, if you frame it, it's all a trick, yeah. you know, like, yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah. it's like, you look at, I love that um, Patrice bit where he like has that whole thing about like, you know, if you lost your vagina, like mm, yeah. this you? is from the past. So it's going to be a bit like this. If you lost your vagina. How would you like please your man? Yeah. Kind of thing. And like, he lets the women shout out everything. Like, the the way that he frames it, they shout out like mouth. Yep. Like anal. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then he's like, look, you've just reduced yourself to a series of holes. Yeah. Not, like, not tell he, better stories. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> to play pool. Obviously the way that you frame that, like I got to think sexually please. Yeah. That's funny. That yeah. just shows how much women think of men, number one. <laughs> and number two, they are not wrong because if most, at the time, if most people women lost their vaginas, I know a lot of men, you could play Xbox all you want, man. It's going to happen. You're going to leave at some point. Really? You, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't stick around? I don't think most but guys But Xbox 360 around. is just down the line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the think graphics most guys will stick improve. around, man. But yeah, but you know what I mean? Well, like, look at me. I don't, I don't know. I don't think most guys will stick around, man. If but stick around? I, I think I'm loyal. You think you're loyal? I think I'm loyal. I don't know. I don't to know, test man. the time would be a big test. Loyal or lazy? Loyal or lazy? Loyal. I'm actually very motivated. Your point is, I think if most, if a, if a woman's man lost his penis, I think women would stick around. You think they would? Yeah. I think you'd get more. <laughs> just, just be less hustle. <laughs> Generalizations. Yeah. I mean, I, think, I like. I think, I think we should speculate on what women should do. I think that's yeah. what we're positioned to do on this podcast. Four dudes I and a dog. <laughs> the dog also a guy. So. I just think women are better versions of us. We're very. Um... But see, I think I get annoyed by that argument because I you think do? it's sexist because it puts it puts a greater expectation on women. You know you what I mean? So. Like you expect more from a woman than a man. Yeah. And that. Well, I don't mean that. I don't. You know what too. it is? Yeah. I don't expect much from men. That's the problem. I think men are trash. In the in the basic sense. Look, come on, man. We do the most trashiest things as jokes. As jokes. Yeah, we just find shit. We find terrible things funny. Like your boy farting in the middle of a train. That's hilarious. My friend farted at a wedding and we thought that was hilarious. There's no need to fart at a wedding. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's sacred, you know? How close was he to the wedding? Like, was he this back row? It was, like, you know what it was? Row? It was at the reception. And we were waiting to go into the reception. And bridesmaids and grooms were all just chilling. And he was on a bench. So we fired to the point where the bench vibrated. <laughs> <laughs> this is classic mandem banter, right? Yeah. The look on his wife's face was a look of horror and shame. <laughs> and that added to the fun. <laughs> the acoustics in a church are great for God. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and he couldn't stop laughing. He was wrong. But it was just to pull that off. It was great. Now women, all the women looked at us with disgust. 
And that's because they're better than us. They know that's wrong. But we were like, come on, you man. You tell me no women laughed in that moment. None of them. They Get were the not impressed. Well, not the ones that were around. Well, especially not his wife anyway. <laughs> she was embarrassed. I thought it was hilarious. But it I just knew it was hilarious. It, yeah, but you know, it's in a trashy way. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. In a mandem way, you know. That's just how we... Um, a mandem way. That's what we call it, the mandem. The mandem you, are just... feel like you're trash? I have trashy ways so as a man. Are you, are you trash? I'm trash, but I'm okay with it. It's like how white people are okay. I understand that. Look, I understand there's racism, but I got to work. Right. You know, but I understand. But, but you what know. are we supposed to do? Ex- what, that's what I'm saying. I'm, what am I supposed to do? There's yeah. no room for self-improvement for any of you? Come no, on, there's man. room for self-improvement. We, we like, improve every day, like, man. There's, there's structural racism. Like, it's just like, hey, Dan, you got the job. It's like, that's great, but uh, have you heard about a black guy? <laughs> It's like, come on, man. Like, you know, is that what I'm supposed to? You know? I don't know. I, like, I feel for everyone's cause, but I just have to be real and understand that I, I, I'm not even the problem. I'm not in charge. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not even I'm in charge. Certainly not in charge. You know, I'm not in charge. So when it comes to though, I can if women say men are trash, I can I can accept that. I really can. Just accept that men are trash. I just I, we Would are, you, and I'm not, not saying change, not change anything. But no one, no one changes. No one really changes anything. But you can if change, men, you change if, yourself. You. I, but I am, I'm a good man though. But you just say men are trash. But that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing. Men are trash <laughs> in the sense where uh, what 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 are what are the trash things that you think you do as you yourself as a man? Yeah, the trash things I do. Uh-huh. What you mean in terms of like in terms of that affect women? Yeah. Or just in general. I don't think um, it has to be. Yeah, right. Maybe not, not, not in general. I'm just a man, innit? So, I don't know. Um, How did your last few relationships end? Was it? Was Jeez, you a, you a single like man? A, I'm single Fighting at the moment. A wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a tough one. I mean, I'm not a dude. I'm, I have sis, a sister, innit? So, I understand how to treat, you know. That's, what, that's why you understand? Well, I try and yeah. understand how to treat a woman because I, I want my sister to feel comfortable in the world. You know what I'm saying? Didn't have a sister, it's not if I didn't have a sister. It's like how I was thinking about this yesterday. Right. How you know if you had a daughter and a son, sure, mm-hmm. and you you got you to that love time. More. No, no, you got to that period where, and this is probably a trashy men men are trashing to say, and you, you get to the period where you have to talk to your daughter and your son about you know about about sex and going into the yeah. world and whatnot, and, and you would give your daughter the you know listen, I'll tell her men are trash. They will do anything and say mm. anything to get into your panties. Yeah, and you have to treat yourself with respect. And know that a guy has to be into you before he's into you, right? Mm-hmm. You try and give her that, you know. Yeah. And you look at your son and be like, "Make daddy proud. Go get him, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's your time." <laughs> That's the trash in me. That's the trash. Yeah, That's the trash in me. <laughs> Bro, it's his time. But you would not you just want your son to just bang. That's what. That's what you're like. Fucking. That, yeah. That'll make me proud. We all like. We all want our sons to just bang. <laughs> I don't know. I'm joking in that sense, but you know what I mean. You, would, I you wouldn't tell your son, like, come on, man. No. Nope. Like, st- you nope. wouldn't tell your son be- to respect himself? No. Nope. I think dudes nope. should respect what? themselves. I didn't respect myself. Who am I? A single man. <laughs> <laughs> to channel that energy. No, I'm not saying I want him to respect himself, but you, you get what I'm trying Why to say with that joke. Why can't you tell your daughter to be liberated? No, 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 no. We know society <laughs> doesn't accept that. Let's be frank here, man. Society does not accept that. What is society? Evil. What is society? What, is what society? kind of podcast are <laughs> you turn this into? <laughs> there's, society there's, there's is you. evil. There's you. Yeah. And then there's you. Okay, this is how I say it. No matter what I say and how um, I should be able to be treated as a black person, I know there's certain situations I can't put myself in because society won't give me the benefit of the doubt. I can't go up to a white woman and start yelling at her because she cut that? me off in traffic. Because she cut me off in traffic. I can't yeah. go. No, you can't. No, you can't. I can't come out of my car and be like, what are you doing, you stupid cow? You shouldn't cow. do that, that anyway. anyway. You, but that's, you, you're right. I shouldn't do that anyway. I but I, I know people that do it. 
I know someone that jumped. Yeah, someone jumped out. Of, um, 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 someone jumped out of a car and called my sister a, a black cow, cause she cause he was trying to um, cross the street and she and she thought she was, she was gonna hit him or whatever and he called her a black cow. So when you say people shouldn't do that, I understand that. Enough. What I'm saying is, okay, what I'm saying is, if I'm getting into, if I'm having a dispute with a a white person, mm-hmm. there's a certain energy I bring to that dispute mm-hmm. that I have to know is going to look bad if people are looking at it. If I'm arguing sure. with Michael, I punch him in his face. <laughs> it just looks great. You see what I'm yeah. saying? And that's what I mean by society. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. I guess I kind of get that. Yeah. I know. Okay. For instance, when we, when we were growing up, when we started driving, we knew if there was more than three black people in your car, you're getting pulled over by police. We just knew that. Right. So my friend would be like, only one person in my car. I don't care. But have you ever thought about just including a white person? <laughs> like, is, is that not a great option? Put him in a trunk. It's happened before. We could have one of those inflatable ones. It's you know? happened before, but we still got put over. So I said, "Fuck that." This really? Is just, yeah. Didn't, oh man, didn't, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we're not we're not holding up Aaron to the bar. He didn't help for insurance. He didn't help. <laughs> but that's what I mean by society and how it looks sometimes. Mm. What's that gonna do if your daughter fucking? <laughs> you really? It's just how it, on this uh, hypothetical um, Funbi daughter. <laughs> right, right. It's just you know. But my point wasn't that's how I'm not I'm not gonna give that speech to my son. What I mean is that's the trash in me. Right. Like you would you you are I have the bias you're, towards you're happy the, to uphold those going forward to the next generation. I could care less about the next generation. What no, do you mean? No one cared about mine. <laughs> like, People they, cared about your no, generation. They didn't. No, they didn't. As a person, as a black person even. No, I don't. Wait, why are responsibilities a black person? Exactly. I don't have a responsibility your, as a black person. Your responsibility is to uplift Black people going forward the same way you are. <laughs> okay. I love that shit. <laughs> you know what it is? It's such a, a policy that's been sold to black people that yeah, it's our job to uplift ourselves through entertainment and sports. Yeah, you could be just yeah. like him. Just as a I person. can't even play football, but hey, look at Henri. As a person. As a person. What do you mean? As a black person, yeah. we've all benefited from How? the hard work that other black people have put in, in what making sense? our lives easier. In what sense? I don't know. Give me like, an example. Whether it's, whether it's from, from protesting or give me an example. excelling in certain industries. But give me an example. Look, just because a black person excels in certain industries doesn't make your life better. It just means that if these industries went biased in the first place, a lot of us will have the opportunities and desires that we can actually do to feed our families. So the fact that Michael Jordan or the fact that Lenny Henry or Anthony Joshua looks good on television is doing a nice thing it's not now a barometer of how black people should condone themselves or if you just do what he did you can get that no those are not the issues we face but that is it's, it's two tone it's like one tone is like actually trying to attack the institutional side to get in and then the other side is like representation wise seeing someone that looks like you that, that, that's, that's 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 a false commodity it's the same thing they're going to do with feminism and and gay people and, and fat people they'll just get everybody in a position where you why, can look at someone and say in that? because oh, everyone's in the cause true. now it's all in the same pot now it's, it's, it's not it's much. not racism anymore it's just it's just general discrimination nah, everybody I has think, to feel I think comfortable racism in the world is separate from fat people you say that it is separate but it's all boxed together now i mean it's it's closer than it's ever been and like it's kind of like it's weird that i i find it weird that people put on like Dave Chappelle it's like why don't you care about trans people right and it's like because he's not yeah, I don't trans want, like, like it's kind of like, no but what, what, what I mean no, it's, it's like you look at, <laughs> it's like you look at representation in terms of comedy in the media or t- television mm. and rather than getting actual platforms for people to actually tell real stories what they do is they box everyone together so how's, here's our version of diversity get a black guy a white guy an Asian a gay person a lesbian and put them all on the same 
panel show and that's diversity and that's a show i mean that's a start isn't it no it's just a combination no it's a combination of different worlds what you want in diversity is a true story a reflection of how you grew up in this country so i grew up as a first generation brit diversity is my complete story represented on television Mm. without it being doctored or put a white person in because we want our viewers in scotland to watch it as well no what you want is right but that's not how you caught and that's why you still have the society the problems in society because you're looking at it from a business standpoint so racism is now a business thing as opposed to an actual issue well no like i sorry i think that's like inclusivity i think is like a business thing to yes. a degree but it still can have good positive it can. real world it can but impacts but it good. can but that those things that you you create do not reflect how people feel in society mm. do you see what i'm saying well, so I mean, people to most people, because if you talk to people, they don't look at those things and think, it's like when you watch those movies with the black guy and the white guy, who the white guy is gonna body do everything. Cut. Yeah, the body thing, he's gonna do everything in his like power to protect that black guy. And you're thinking to yourself, where are these white people? Like, I have none of these in my life. And I'm not saying they don't exist, but it's like they create this society where everybody's just together. And so then you walk out and you're like, well, it's but, not but society. Isn't it supposed to show like an idealized view of the world. It's like everyone in the movies is like good for selling, yeah. You know? But to push the culture forward, you put real stories out. People tend to. But surely that's just happening well. over time. And like, what America leading the way, Britain there, and then like Australia like way down. That's 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 the, the problem, the you know. America leading the way, Britain leading the way. You know, it's always the same people leading the way. It's like you need to open up the door for everyone to have an opinion to say what their their voices are. We're getting there. You getting there? You feel there's I'm not thing? saying we're not getting well, there. I'm just not I'm not I'm not going. Does that make any sense? Like I'm not on this we train. Right. You don't want to be you yeah, don't I'm be lunching with just, everything. I'm just I'm just me creating my work. I'm not on this togetherness but of get on the train. <laughs> what I'm saying walking? is this get the train. Bro. You're never gonna see a day where black people are in the sun, like walking hand in hand, like saying, We done it. It's it's never gonna happen. Yeah, that's cause that's like it's where there's no completion. Everyone we're just working. Yeah, so what do you mean? When you said I have a responsibility as a black person... Your, your responsibility is to just keep chipping away. At what? You know, because it's like that whole thing about, you know, uh, you're planting trees that you're not going to get to get the shade of. Yeah, I like that, man. You, 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 I like that message in it. You know, Martin Luther King, still, I have a dream, and he said at the point, I might not get there with you. I'm on a different wave. I'm coming. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to create the world for these kids to be enjoying. And I, I well, want to live in that live world. Forever. I don't want to live forever. You but what I'm saying idiot. is, I'm not of that speech where it's like, let's create a better world for them. Let's do it now. But you can like, still do that for you. There's plenty of people now doing that for them. Yeah, but let's simultaneously. Doing it for now. Doing it for the people in the future. There's but people you might not living. See the benefits the, the people, immediately. Okay, the people who. Could, the, the biggest. The people who have the most wealth in this world mm-hmm. are enjoying the best part of the world. Right? I mean. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like you know, I don't know. If you think about it, you know, you've got the money, you're doing the. I don't know. Bill Gates seems like he doesn't have a lot of fun. Mm. I've never <laughs> seen a photo of him being like just partying. Yeah, but that's not. That's what did you? That's, that's because he's he's claiming territories. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put down Insta. That's true. <laughs> you can't you can't filter that and be like no, never another country. Little, have you not snap. seen when they do the Microsoft launch when they party and they like go oh, plastic? Like that's the funniest with, video I think I've ever Steve seen. They probably have like robots. No, no. When Microsoft were the guys who started doing that, and it's yeah. just a bunch of like yeah, nerdy like white guys going just jumping up and down. It's they've got paper, man. They I'm sure he has his fun. I want to be like Rupert Murdoch. No, I said you have to be like Rupert Murdoch. But what I'm saying is another great Australian. The idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how we've, you know we've contributed so much. I yeah. think Harry was it Harry Harry um Prince Harry was complaining about the environment. He's worried about the environment. Yeah, complaining. We're about worried about. He's worried about yeah. the environment, and it's like I understand that. But bruv, you have money. 
to do these things. We don't. We just go to work. But like, I think he's it's using his platform to, to institute. But it's true though. All you do is feed the machine. You wake up at nine, you go to bed at five. What else do you do? You can you wake that. up at nine and go to bed at five. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how, a comedian. How long has it been since you've had a job? <laughs> Sorry, I was talking about the comedian's life. But what I mean not, is, you wake that. up at nine. I'm not doing that. No, but I'm still feeding the machine. But you wake up at nine, you go to bed, you go to work, you come home. And you literally do as nothing as you can so you can prepare for the next day. The that's idea it, that's what you choose to do. No, that's what everyone that's what majority of people do in the world. Otherwise we have no economy. Otherwise the system will not be able to feed itself. I mean, but like I think that's a very like reductive kind of like they all just go to the factory kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's but like, they, 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 don't get me wrong. Some of them their job is the don't, environment thing. Don't, don't get me wrong. You can do Orange Wednesdays as well. <laughs> You can go to the O2 and check out the latest Wizkid concert, but at the core (laughs) of Orange Wednesday, I remember it. But you're showing your age. It's now like it's now Meerkat Mondays or some shit. Meerkat Mondays. Someone get some references that Michael can understand, please. It's only 24. Okay, Meerkat Mondays. I didn't know. I thought Orange Wednesday was still okay. Orange has changed the EE. But my point is, I don't need discounts. The idea that (laughs) we are going to the factory every day and just clocking in and clocking out. Sure, majority of us are. There is that. But all right, let me let me ask you one question. I say like the black identity one one thing that i've didn't really get over here because uh, like australia we don't really have black people like we can't we have the indigenous population yeah. but they're a very small part of the population and they're very distinct from any other like racial narrative in the world well. we, we did not treat them very well no, every podcast <laughs> <we're> just <laughs> laugh because every week they're like dan you know you did that right, right? yes hey, i don't know if you know. know this but you guys were cunts <laughs> Like if you're responsible don't for feel a genocide, bad, man. you're don't, aware. Don't like, feel bad, man. Most people are being cunts anyway, so it's all good. Thank but that's you. recent. So thank you for forgiving me on behalf of <laughs> Aboriginal people. That yeah. I don't really care about either, exactly. to be fair. But yeah. They're, they're dark skinned. Carry but on, this Dan. Is, this, is, this is what I mean. Like, do you guys kinda like it's like all black people that like, you kinda take that because I thought that was that's like a kind of white person thing, where like you guys are all in this together. Yeah, Whereas like, no, like, it's like they're African, they're Caribbean. Well, that's the thing. Aboriginal. That's what I was trying to explain to, to Michael. The idea that I have responsibility to every single black person yeah. that is on earth is a ridiculous... It's, in you. it's, it's, in it's you. not in me. It's installed in me because that's the... The, the pull your boots, um, pull your boots, pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality. But the idea that one black person can represent the emotions and feelings of an entire world is is unfair. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because one, I'm Nigerian. I have Nigerian heritage. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So my feelings and thoughts are not going to be the same to someone who's from the Caribbean or from some Ghana or Kenya or Somalia. So I can't represent every everything they feel. Mm. I understand the the the, um, the wanting of black people to to thrive because of how much. Um, negativity you've seen most of your life but it gets to one point where you try to you start to understand that those images were not as response uh, were not as a result of things we did mm. that's just the people that's just the fears that people have put on them put on us so it's it's not i don't identify as just being one thing black because it's way more diverse than that yeah so you I identify I as nigerian to... well yes, like, what, what is it like core. first and foremost like british or nigerian because like you were born I'm nigerian. here you're nigerian yeah i was born here but you have to understand, man. You're, you're a foster child when you're when you're born into right. into England from a night from I, from my experience anyway. It's like England's your home, but you're British until as long as you're doing well. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. So as long as you're Anthony Joshua, Mo Farah, representing the country, and you look at the names as well. They're anglicized, so they changed. Mm. They're more easy on the tongue for the average white person to be able to celebrate that person. Sure, so Mo Farah, uh, Anthony Joshua. These are names, you know, Frank Bruno, Lenny Henry. Those are celebrated names, and they're they're lo- they're loved by the nation 
as long as they're doing well. And it's like, mm. that, that becomes the example of how black people should carry themselves. But the moment you have stuff like knife crime or grime or stuff like that, then now you start to highlight their origins. Oh, their Jamaican parents or Nigerian born parents. You see what I'm saying? Right. And so like it's like changes. English athlete, Mo Farah right. wins. British English. Like yes. Jamaican yeah. grime, blah, blah, blah. Jamaican grime okay. fraud is Nigerian, even though most of them are British and were born here, but it's right. a Nigerian stamp. Okay. And so they try and, you know, separate themselves from that world by highlighting their, their places of origin. Do, do you think like the Nigerian thing for you was like a significant part of that was living there? Because like, I know that you yeah. lived there. Because I lived in Nigeria for six years. It showed right. me an understanding that the whole world is trash. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like people were like to me, oh my God, what was it like moving to Nigeria? Were you scared? And I was like, if I told you then I was moving to America, you'd be like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. If I said I was moving to Compton, you'd start praying for me. Right. Because I could be dead by the next week. Do you see what I'm saying? But don't know, But that was not America's um, narrative. Com America was... Compton is the state from America. Comptonism, the hood. Yeah, I, I know what so, sorry, Compton sorry, sorry, is. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What I'm saying, but that was not what they pushed out to the world. You saw Beverly Hills and yeah. movies and Home Alone and stuff like that. So you think America's a great place. Whereas with Africa, you just saw poverty. So everyone assumed it was a I mean, with, with, I think with like, especially, you know, this is just my experience, like Nigeria, you don't even see it. Like I have no visual concepts mm. of Nigeria. It's never been represented to me. That's because our PR team is shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the narrative is, is changing now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you've got Afrobeats and uh, things like that. And the, 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 the imagery of Nigeria, mm -hmm. African nations in general. Is, Absolutely, because that's what culture does. You know, it gives you a, a separate narrative of those people. And people are more intrigued about Nigeria now through the music, through the movies, and, that's, and, that's also and stuff what, like what, that. what time does as well, because, you know, time goes by. And like I said, people make things easier and perception. Yeah, but you're, you're looking at it from a different point of view because you're not looking at the general picture because that's Burner Boy. Burner Boy gets treated like that. Whiskies get treated like that. Try and fight your auntie who lives in Lagos to come and visit you for the weekend and see how much Whiskies influence get, get bears on her visa application form. Exactly. That's what you don't understand. It's not about Burner Boy. It's about how Africans are treated when you're not a star. Mm. That's how, that's the problem we really face. Coming into the country, my brother, during the Ebola crisis, my brother has an Nigerian passport. Right. And during the Ebola crisis, um, you, you, obviously countries were not allowing Nigerians to come into their country. And I, I can understand that. Sure. But my brother's not been in Nigeria for almost 15 years, right? Yeah. So he's traveling with his passport to go and do a gig in Seychelles. But is your brother in entertainment as well? He's a single. Really? That's cool. So yeah. he's doing a gig in the Seychelles on yeah. the Nigerian passport, Nigerian passport, comes back in. Cause, so he's come from London. Uh -huh. And flown to Seychelles. Yeah, another Nigerian couple had come from Aberdeen from their whole, from their on their, they, were, they lived in Aberdeen. They were going on their honeymoon in mm. Seychelles, and they were refused entry because they had a Nigerian passport. They refused entry into the Seychelles. Yeah, because they had a Nigerian passport because they were worried about the Ebola crisis. But so couldn't they just go through the passport and be like, "You haven't been in Nigeria <laughs> in like yeah, they, they did that. Also, you're they already did that. there. You're gonna give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> right, if I had Ebola. You're gonna <laughs> like, come this close. This but they said they not, they didn't let them into the country based on the fact they had Nigerian passports. Wait, did you and say what a Nigerian people do and live in Aberdeen? I've never. <laughs> there's, Nigerians, there's Nigerians everywhere. There's Nigerians in the North Pole. But that past Nigeria in the North Pole. There's Nigerians everywhere. Wherever you can think of on this earth, there's a Nigerian community. Well, like, somewhere. I, I had no idea how big Nigeria was. I did my little research this morning. Two hundred million. That's not how. That's 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 the unofficial. That's what the unofficial. There's like seven hundred billion people in Nigeria. We just can't count them. <laughs> <all>. <laughs> there's no way there's two hundred million. We got more than that. 
and, and like is the uk the biggest population outside of nigeria or is america bigger i would i would assume uk but then because america of sheer numbers it might be bigger but i believe it's, it's, it's london the uk that's where most nigerians came to in the 80s right 70s. it's like 15 outside of london but then they're around. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah, I mean they populate the the the, the earth a lot, but um, most of them in Peckham or there's a lot. In but no, they're not in Peckham no more. They're in Barking, Thamesmead. We used to be South London a lot. Right, and you, but you grew up Hackney. I grew up in East London, Hackney. Yeah. So was that like a Nigerian community or? It was a Caribbean, Nigerian, working class white people and Asians. Right. So that was everything. Melton Pot. What What's about what about you, Michael? Where were you? Uh, Dagnum. So. Yeah, it's been the same. It's been a lot of Nigerians there, a lot of Asians, not so many whites uh, as there used to be, but uh, they're coming back a little bit. White people? Yeah, they're coming back a little bit. Yeah, we tend we tend to make a comeback. They vote a lot. They vote a lot. <laughs> they vote a lot. <laughs> Barking was rough back in the day. Well, Dagenmere was rough back in the days, boy. That was wild, wild. Although in my when I grew up in 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 like it wasn't, it was more um, identity struggle that we had. Right. What, to have we like were, a Nigerian we were, identity? We were ashamed to be African. Because right. it wasn't, why, why is that? Because the images, like I said, our PR team wasn't doing a great job at the time. Sure. So the images of Africans was always ones of, one of poverty. Okay. So you kind of were ashamed. You didn't want to say your name. Right, yeah, you I wanna... even remember like in the, the, the early days, in my, like people would make, it's not related kind of, but the dark skin. Yeah, African. well, that was colorism, you know, yeah. the dark skin thing. If you were black, people took the piss out of you. If you were light skin, you kind of got an easier ride. Right. So the blacker you are, like... Yeah, you get taken the piss out of. Okay. Yeah. Even that, like, now there's there's more pride in being dark skin. I don't, I don't, I don't go to school anymore, as you... I don't know if they would run those same jokes or those same jokes with, like... If you're making jokes about someone being dark skin, I don't think that would, like... Was like, that like that? Wouldn't be white people making those jokes? Right? No, no, no this like was more black, black people. It was, yeah. it was self-haters. This was my. This was more like black people. This was like. Well, that's what I figured because like we don't. I don't think we know enough. They didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> to they, make those every, jokes, we were all black know? to everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, but to, the, to the whites, everyone the, was black. Yeah. The yeah, funny yeah. thing is though, the conditioning came from white people because right. that's how they separated. Yeah, but then they like they left and they were like. But it's the mentality though. It's yeah. not about what it's not. If you abuse someone for twenty years, you can't say, "Well, I stopped abusing you fifteen years ago." Yeah, feel like, better. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. when are you gonna get over the psychological then, damage I gave you? But then it's like it's like the bootstrap thing. When where do you mix like the personal responsibility? Have you moved that? out of a white society? Nah. So then, how, you how are you gonna? Have no, you moved when, out? But, but when does when does personal responsibility kick in in terms of I want to not keep doing this? When you when you decide, isn't it? Right. But then, how are you gonna? You, you, you can decide to not. Um, you can decide to come out of prison and change your whole life, mm-hmm. right? But if when you try and get a job and everyone's knocking you back and you can't shake that past, mm. you can always fall back into going to crime, mm. and that's what the case is. Yeah, we are not colonized by white people no more, or we're not enslaved by them no more, and mm. we've been free for a very long time. But we're still in a white society, and so our it's so easy to fall back into just going into you know just basically trying to maintain i, I would say knowledge is power as well i guess because like say, say the colorism thing mm-hmm. when you when we were running those jokes in school mm. it was it was an unconscious thing of course we weren't thinking of about course. like oh it was, it was like an unconscious thing we yeah. weren't thinking mm-hmm. of like oh we're making fun of him for being dark skin mm-hmm. why is why mm-hmm. would that be a bad thing mm-hmm. so it's only when you get older 
maybe you read more, you learn more collectively. You know, I think social media helped a lot as well, actually. But then you learn, oh, that's kind of, that's really bad that we were doing mm-hmm. that. And then you, mm-hmm. you, you learn, you be, you, once you know better, you be better. You know? That's that's what that's what that's why you have to learn, isn't it? That's why you have to pay attention to the mistakes of the past, so you mm-hmm. don't fall into the same traps. That's why I understand. Well, not understand, but that's why I can relate to feminism a lot because I understand what it's like to feel, I guess, less in society. Because women, right. I guess, women feel less than men in society. I guess they mean, yeah. You know, I mean, in terms of if you look at the the general um, uh, voices, like you are above us. Right, and we want to be on the same playing field as you. It makes you understand cancel culture in a way, I guess. Understand cancel culture, I guess. Like, but like having been racially well, no, I, judged. I, I, or? And, and let's let, you know, because let's say people learn at different rates. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But cancel culture is like it's the not understanding of that. I mean, like, well, we le- we know better than that now, but we're going to judge you based on what you didn't know. But when you're cancelled, you what's cancelled? Uh-huh. When you're cancelled on cancel culture, what are you cancelled from? Earning uh, money. <laughs> Let's go back to the dark skin thing. Like at twenty twelve, let's say everyone was making dark skin jokes. Twenty twelve. Let's say let's say as soon as then, but someone's making it now in twenty nineteen, people be like, You're cancelled. It's like I didn't you know, I was still in I thought we were doing the twenty twelve thing. We're all doing that. Yeah, and everyone was doing it back then. Yeah. But you're judging them for the twenty nineteen. I don't think you get for taking to doing dark skin jokes. I was just saying hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. well Maya Yama, the Maya Jama, mm-hmm. the Stormzy's ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. she they found some old tweets of mm-hmm. her and they tried to cancel her now. They didn't try and cancel her though. They made, they, they made noise, but you can't cancel her. But that was their attempt at canceling yeah. her. They ba- tried based to. on yeah, she was th- doing th- this. Like I said, you can't get canceled for doing dark skin jokes. But then you can't get canceled for doing anything. You can get canceled. I mean, Who's Louis been CK canceled? was canceled. He's, ba- he's still doing shows. He's doing shows in Europe, can- man. I was just in Milan. Yeah, he did you know, like a you show. You know what I mean by canceled, right? Yeah, like, yeah. If, I know if he was in the game, he'd be having that Netflix special the week after Bill Burr's was released. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, no, I'm just, look, I'm just, I, like, with my, like, your point, like, about they're getting, like, now if you do those jokes, everyone would be like, what the fuck are you doing? That's crazy. And then you're, you're just saying, but is it because, is it because, is it yeah, because, they probably it because did it when they were younger? Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But is that fair enough. school, though? Like, school, yeah. everyone's just horrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like you've not grown. I think, I don't think we're cancelling you because of the jokes. It's like, you haven't grown? Like, we're cancelling because <laughs> you're refusing to evolve. But it's also internet. It's like everyone, like, there's, there's a, there's a moral superiority thing. Mm. I feel having. like I, I feel like in in certain stages in life, certain things are not acceptable. Like if you're 15, you can't read like R. Kelly. That's unacceptable. You should be cancelled. There's no if you reason. Can't read. I, I, you just no, say no, you should be cancelled no, for not being no, able no, to no, read. No, 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 no. Well, of I mean all the things you chose. What I'm saying is, if at 50, if at 50 you can't read and write. Yeah. And you don't need to be doing colorism jokes or anything that's edgy because mm. you need to get your priorities straight. That first. makes this songs more impressive. Just see what I'm saying. <laughs> Just see what I'm saying. That makes it better because you know you don't actually. You know, because no, everyone says you know he wrote the song. We should really uncancel think, him because that's an inspiration. I feel like we're getting a little sidetracked. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Talking about colorism to defending our Kelly, yeah. babe. Like, I mean, I mean, what it's I mean impressive. Is, he wrote like a, no. a hip hopper, and he can't even write. That's All because he had a. What I'm saying is, you have to really fuck up to get cancelled for doing some racist stuff. I like mean, you have to really push the bound. You yeah, have that to, guy lost it has his to be clear. Team. Who? Roseanne? Ros- oh, the Clippers guy. Roseanne. Yeah, Roseanne kind of. Because he was racist. Yeah. In a private phone call but to I, his girlfriend. Did he I lose his a, basketball I team? Yeah, the, the LA Clippers. I think, Did he I lose think, it? Yeah. Um, or like he's, he had to sell a lot of shares or something. But like. What a, what a punishment. Hey. <laughs> 
lost the thing that he had. Really? Do you think he's eating out of a tin right now? What do you want? What do you want? How does he? How does he? It's not the French Revolution. We're not chopping heads and stuff. Why not? Why not? So you should legally have your money taken all of it. No, but you're, you're, you're going on like you get a fine. you're going on like this man's been punished. He has been he's, punished. I don't think so. It's just not but a punishment just, that's really affected his only his punishment was his only punishment. Yeah, is he's still alive? How do you punish that's anybody? The only puni- how do you punish anybody? How does he? How does he like seventy? He's like eighty-five, and they took his team away. Yeah, he was gonna die in two weeks. They did. And can you imagine how confused an eighty-five-year-old would be? Being like, you were racist. That's why your team's got to go like, what? Listen, but I pay them. You, like, here's, the thing, here's the thing. It was that story, yeah, and this is what I don't like. We jump on one person's mistake and sure. we make them the scapegoat for racism. You understand? We forget this man was old. You understand? Yeah. He owns black people. He's no, he's That was not the first time he's been racist. Of course not. He's been calling those players the wrong names for years now. Who's we, do you understand? Who's, who's we that's doing that? Who? You say we do that. Who's Society. That? The world we take it's like Bulgaria the other day. Everybody, shame on Bulgaria. You are disgusting, bitch. Please. Yeah, I mean, it's we're gonna experience that this weekend. Isn't it in Italy they've like banned bananas from football games? <laughs> <laughs> That's their approach. Like, we're not gonna fix the racism. We're just not gonna let the bananas in the stadium. Like on the it's side, like, there's no bananas in the town. You know yeah. what I'm saying is. That guy's not the pro- that, the guy losing his team at what eighty seven. How you know much money like, he has? He's just saying there are consequences for these actions. Are there? There I are mean, consequences. That, you're right. Consequence. You're right. You're right. But look at Danny Baker, for instance. Danny, who's Danny Baker? The guy who tweeted the monkey or the royal family when the when the royal oh, baby was Oh yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, he was so cheating kids crazy. Like you know, so what I'm saying for you to really get cancelled, like cancelled. So no one, no one really gets cancelled. No, that you don't really get cancelled. You just fall out to the public. What about Kevin Spacey? Kevin Spacey's pretty. Come on, he had to self-produce a video in his kitchen. <laughs> like, back. There are YouTubers with more self-respect than that. Like, when when, you, on, when you fuck up, you just have to really let the smoke go down. If I was him, I'd go to Africa. Do you see what Kevin I'm saying? Spacey. Kevin yeah, Spacey? You know why? Africans are the most forgiving people. As soon as they see a white person, they're like, it's, it's Kevin not Spacey. You. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not African like okay, that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, you've seen the fucking... Um, Band, not band-aid comic relief commercials they take Ed Sheeran I have any never, white person I have never to seen Africa them. and all these people are excited you think they know who Ed Sheeran is you gotta remember like Australia we got no exposure to Africa we don't at all We not really okay. like, I, would, I would say like yeah like very little like we're getting our first kind of wave at the moment like when I was in high school it was like the first time that I kind of saw just like black people hanging out so can you imagine when and I they're all to a, Sudanese so like when you're when saying you, you guys are black I'm like no 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 no, no. they're <laughs> black like, but can you yeah. imagine when we go to these countries everyone treats you as the umbrella of black yeah of course so it's from all the movies and all the music you've seen do you see what I'm saying dude absolutely and that's like, why when we go into those places yeah. in my brain like yeah. when I when I see like black people I'm automatically like they're cool like this is <laughs> like these guys these but guys can you like, imagine what it's that. like for black people who are around black people who we know are not they are. They have no ounce of cool. In yeah, them. that's me. Like most people say, I'm cool. <laughs> you are. But cool. I know I'm around black people. I know I'm not cool. I'm not that cool. Yeah, you're not that cool. But then that <laughs> that's like they wouldn't be seen as cool to white people. They'd be seen as like that's a bit scary. Like, I'm an yeah, approachable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like Donald Glover. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. You know I mean? No, not like, Donald Glover. You're like Lenny Henry. No, shut up. <laughs> Frank Bruno, cool. <laughs> John Barnes cool. I'm not John Barnes. Yeah, yeah, you're John Barnes. I mean, cool. I don't know who any of these people are, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure they're great. Great black people, that great ones. Yeah, but so what you're saying, like hey, around people. like white people, because like what? 
Because you went to private school yeah, yeah, for a bit, so I assume there you found some white friends. Don't want to yeah, generalize, yeah, yeah, I was but there. I made some um, white buddies, and, and then um, and then you went to public school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I was I was kind of cool in in private school, and I went to public school. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, nah, nah. I'm just just kind of the weird. But what is cool though? I mean, when you're in school, it's very clear. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously now in it's school, like, it's, it's so clear. Be yourself. No, but you said you're around black people, you're not cool. They're not in school now. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just, uh, that's true. Would you say Kenneth is cool? Kenneth is a friend from... We, Kenneth, just... we, we have a mutual friend. Sorry. You have sorry. a mutual friend. Called Kenneth. You're bringing yeah. up your mutual friend like... on the podcast. Without <laughs> <laughs> any context. <laughs> <laughs> that's like we'll, Kenneth. We'll, Who the fuck we'll is Kenneth? Up, we'll put up Kenneth's uh, Instagram. <laughs> we'll put his, his <laughs> socials up. Put his Instagram description. We'll have a little, we'll have a little poll this week. Yeah, the, yeah, who knows Twitter. Kenneth? Kenneth's cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah, was was cool in school was part of the cool kids in school i think it's a nerd yeah okay yeah. <laughs> what i'm saying is what is cool in it like i understand like amongst people you have the mm. the cool kids yeah but i mean but I think the, I, the idea that black people are cool where does that come from because like you gotta understand shaft. like in, in, <laughs> <shaft>. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just like shaft. no one else like there's cool white people yeah. John Travolta's very cool. No, no he's not. Is John Travolta is cool. He's, he's a, a Scientologist cool dude, with tons of plastic surgery. Well, from surgery. the movie career and everything like that, John Travolta is cool. John Travolta is not cool. I find him cool. Um, I mean, but okay, cool this, white dude. But this is like, okay, to, well, I mean, he's cool for a white dude. Yeah, cool for a white dude. How, how dare you? So, who would you say he's cool then? But this is what this is what I mean. Like the reason, as an Australian, like we see the black people as cool is because our only exposure to them is like you know, like rappers, athletes actors like that is genuinely the only exposure the, the best parts of being black look really fun like when we're yeah everybody wants 100%. to hype nobody the wants the pain just, but like obviously like the, the not so fun parts are not they don't look as fun but the fun parts they look really fun this is what i think i honestly think a group of white people who would not deem themselves as cool are cool in the sense where that's how they are and that's cool that's from an adult perspective. But this, yeah, this, we're, okay. we're, so I'm what we're talking about juvenile cool. Juvenile cool. Where it's oh. like that guy. You see that guy's car? Yeah, yeah. that's sick. You see uh, how high? Even see now, how, yeah. see how that guy just like jumped, like jumped over a guy, that just, <laughs> like, did, like did like a fucking flex. That's like like that's cool. Hold like, on, that's is, awesome. this, is this? Have you ever seen that in real life? No, never. <laughs> what are you talking about? This this is the most black people I've ever hung out with. This, this is, is it. Um, like, have you ever seen that in real life? Like, no, but that's what I mean. You gotta understand. We we just get it from the media. Like yeah. we, we only get. But that's this the kind problem, then. Everything about black people is portrayed through a media. No one actually has seen a black experience. They've only seen a doctored media profile. What, Nobody what knows what want? it's like. No, I'm just saying in terms of so you know how to relate to us. Like I was at a football game watching Newcastle. Because I bought Newcastle United, <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. I mean Newcastle. Why? <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? I mean Newcastle yeah, because because it's, it's weird that a black person supports Newcastle. Why is it weird that a black person supports it's Newcastle? The only it's one, he's the only cool. black person there. Well, it's suppose. not cool. It's not cool. I mean, I'm supposed to support Arsenal. Oh, Man United. Oh, Man United. There's no black people supporting Newcastle. Yeah, I'm letting why? the family down. Why is this? This is so know. weird. But why do you support loss. Newcastle? There though? are, it's but a long story. there's not many. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only story. one there. There's quite a few of us, but nah, that's not the point of the story. Yeah, Who do you support then, Michael? <laughs> I, support, <laughs> I support Chelsea. You support Chelsea? But I thought they were why? like... Why do you support Chelsea? You don't live ne- you've never lived in the area. Um, they're drug bar. Yeah. See? Black, that... black people draw black people to teams. I mean, that... I, we had a spriller. That was that was one of my favorite things in Australia. My mate is an indigenous guy, and he's like, "I support this team in the AFL, and then I support 
the team with the most indigenous people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's the hierarchy. But that's how that's how most black people support the England team. We count how many black players are starting. It's like right. seven yeah. now. Yeah, so a lot of black people supporting England. And then now, like yeah. before back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you just count. Yeah, Peter Crouch. Before we had like two and a half. Like you'd count like Lennon and Dyer. You'd put them as one. That's black. <laughs> <laughs> We got some like you had to you there. had to jump all the lights. The mixed race, race ones. ones as a half. Though. Yeah, mixed yeah. race ones is half. So you put two two mixed race players give you one black. We player. got Rashford and now, a John Terry is a minus Sterling. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. merch crushing. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, a weird yeah. thing. I've still got a lot of love for John Terry. Thank you. Are you a Chelsea, He's a Chelsea fan? <laughs> yeah, but like I feel like if I I would not like him for being racist. Is he, he said is he, he said racist, racist things. Yeah, but like I would if I wasn't. Not, Chelsea, I don't know if he is like racist. A, a racist. Right. I don't think he's a racist. Like in terms of, I think he sees. I think he's part. Of, he's he's seen. He's what been do you say, tra- black cunt or black bastard. I can't remember. Yeah, but he's right. been trained to see. <laughs> it's not right. He's it's been trained. Right. He's, he's been trained to see. How good do you have to be at football to get away with that? It's, it's, I mean, because it was the same. About John Terry good, basically. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not getting That's the thing. If Messi called, he got away with it. If basically. Messi called a black player a black bastard or a black cunt, 10 years ago, I'll try and find the funny. I won't The lie. audio was inconclusive. <laughs> He'd ask about the context. Yeah, yeah. Like, 10 years ago, I'd be like, what was a black person? But here's the funny thing. When I'm watching, when, when me and my family, my friends and whatever, we're watching football, if it's like a black player on the opposing team, right. and maybe he's doing a madness, maybe scoring a good goal, or yeah. even tackling one of the players that are my team, mm. we start doing monkey chants at the, at the, at the guy. That's outrageous. But we can Come do on. that because we it's from a, it's from a banter place. I mean, but it's the same. Like it's kind of like sledging in in in, uh, in, in cricket. They say some Th- horrific. Thank you for things. giving me a wide example. <laughs> <laughs> like they say some horrific things. You know, and it's kind of like, if he said that off the pitch, that's a completely different thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know I say mean? some vile things when black players are on the pitch. I just do it for, you know, because it's funny in terms of an well, in-house it's joke. It's war. I wouldn't, it's like say, if you're, if you're, I wouldn't say in public. Right. But aren't you publicly public. watching the game? With my family. With your family. Yeah, okay, so that's when you're safe. You get ejected for that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> From the house. But yeah, I, I wouldn't. Um, John Terry was, I feel like he's just conditioned. Like well, this black society. I think he like people didn't like him before that anyway. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, like six, and, no? yeah, it's kind of. It's, it's <laughs> one but of that's those. the thing, though. Yeah, that you're making excuses for him. It's like I never had a chance, old John. But back but, to the story about the Newcastle experience. No, no, gonna, uh, before we get into that, who do you guys support in the World Cup? England or Nigeria? I support Nigeria. You support Nigeria? Yeah, all the time. Probably Nigeria. Yeah. So England, England v Nigeria, you're going Nigeria. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's an interesting thing: Brazil versus England. I'm going Brazil. Why do why <laughs> do people like Brazil? the team with the most? No, it's the team with the most black players. Right, like France versus England, we would have been supporting France because they had like seven, eight black it players. Would have been hard. It would have been hard. We'd want France to win badly. It would have been, but you're English. I'm not English. But yeah, I will. I I am because just because you're. That's you, the thing. Like, because you're born in the system. Like to, to, the, more, yeah, the thing is this: I was born in this country. Yes, and I was I was riding that wave. I'm British. I'm English. I have mm. this heritage until I went into society. And people started asking me stuff like, where are you from from? Till people right. start saying, why don't you go back to Africa? But I, I, Till, wait, wait, wait. Till the government <laughs> started showing policies and things that show you and continually remind you you're, on, you're, you're, you're a guest in this country. That's when I started to realize I'm not English. But that's, that's when this the country thing, thinks though. of England, they don't think of my, they don't think of black skin. They think of white skin. And that's fine. I'm not against that. I just have to understand my position. Otherwise, it's detrimental to my growth. But I don't, I don't, that's feel, how I like, feel. I don't feel like... That Nigerian evil because I, you know, I don't I, think Nigerian at all. That's why I say I'm I first generation. Language. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. I speak the language, but yeah, I, I don't feel like if they put me there, I'll be like, 
But, that's, I mean? but you're but lying you, to yourself have because you spent, have, if you spent I, time, have you spent time in Nigeria? I, like I spent maybe three months there, you know, but here and there. You said if you put, if they put you there, you'd think whatever. But no, I'd be like, I'd be I'd be lost. But if I put you in in America, you'd be lost. But you'd have to find yourself, right? Right. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I still be. I wouldn't feel like. I'm home now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I if I don't feel right. home here and I don't feel home there. Do you, you know what the funny thing is? If you go to Nigeria, you will definitely feel at home. You might feel out of place, but you'll definitely feel at home. You think so? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's, that's one thing you feel when you go back to your country. You feel at home. Relaxed. You feel you feel comfortable. You don't deal with the things that you see. You deal with other stresses. Do you see what I'm saying? You're a person there first. And plus, they treat you better than they treat themselves. The same way they treat white people better than they'll treat you because they see a person from England. No, because you're from England. And you're English. Because you're from England. Yeah, you have an accent. So is that still like a thing? Because Nigeria was a colony. Yeah, yeah. So if you come from England, they put you on a higher status. Do they treat white people better then? Ten times. If me and you went to Nigeria, Mm. right? This happened to my uncle. He went to Nigeria with his his, um, colleague. Yeah. And they got to the place where they were staying and the gate man, Nigerian guy, comes out gets the bags and gives them to my uncle and said, carry your boss's bags inside. <laughs> and my uncle was like, I'm his, and his colleague was like, no, 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 he's my boss. <laughs> and the Nigerian guy's face was puzzled like, you're in, you're in charge of a white man? <laughs> still. So yeah, still. 2019. Yeah. Oh, mad. Yeah. So yeah. it's that, that mentality is still there. So when I go to Nigeria, all I have to do is speak and I have a list of people waiting on me. Right. Because I'm from England. Because of the accent. They, hear the, accent. they hear the English accent. Yeah. They're like, but then oh, I don't guys. feel... But they always remind me I'm British. But I would still like miss England because of course you'd like, miss England because efficiency. You, I, no, there's no other place. There's no other place in the world that I go to that I don't miss London and Hackney. Like I don't care where it is. I'm always like I want to go back home to London now because I'm used to London. It's my home. Yeah, but that's, that's, what, that's what I would have thought. I would have thought. Just sorry, it was interesting what you said about Michael. Like if you went to America, mm-hmm. like you'd feel just as out of place. Yeah. But like I would I would have thought like culturally like London and New York would be much closer than London and like Lagos. They don't they don't Lagos. give a shit Lagos. about like like for example Americans they don't give a shit about black stabbings or black Mm-mm. but I feel like we care about their shit. Well they got more guns, more. Man. They got, way they more got than thing. And that's the thing it's like if I I wouldn't want to live in America because in a sense where I'm not American. So you know how people say we should go to America, go to America. But it's like, no, I, I love being black and British. Well, is, that, is that a common thing in like black yeah. people in Britain yeah. being like, you should go to America, yeah, they'll appreciate no, you. Yeah, because there's no you know, opportunity. You know how you're talking about like how musically we identify a lot more with their stuff mm-hmm. early on? I feel like it's, it, it's the same with the struggle as well. We kind of mixed up the black British struggle with the black American struggle. And it's like, it's not, it's not the same. It's the same struggle. It's just a care. different approach. But it's not about them caring though. It's the way that we always have been tailored to channel our voices and our art. It's to represent some kind of struggle or oppression, where what we should be doing is just telling the stories of how we see ourselves in the world we live in, through our families, through our day-to-days. And just that's your saying. responsibility as a black artist. And that's what, I, yeah, but as a, as a, no, as Fumbi as an artist, not a black artist. I'm not a black artist. It's I'm a mixed. black man. But can't you, can't you just talk about whatever? Like, why do you have to talk about being, like, I'm, I'm not saying exactly. that. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. Yeah. But I'm just saying that like, you don't have to. No. I feel like, and I feel like that's what everyone feels like they have like, to I do. don't, I don't go out of stage being like, I'm going to tell it like it but is for an Australian. Like, when I no. talk about, um, my material on stage talks about my experience as a black British person. That's just your experience. Right. I'm not yeah. talking about racism. I'm not fighting it. I'm not talking about how the institutions, I'm just talking about my experience in the world I see. But mm. yeah, that's right. And that's, that's a political act in itself. That's fine. But it's not a black one. It's not me trying to get office. Is. No, that's what you're going to claim it. It's like people say to me, I'm pro-black. I'm not pro-black. Because that would suggest I'm anti-something. You see what I'm saying? No. I don't think those are necessarily 
two sides. No, no but you can pro- be pro-black without being anti-white. But my thing is, why does it have to be pro-black? Why can't I just be happy I'm alive, dude? I'm. I, you know, I'm just saying. I, why does everything have to be coined to this kind of well, movement? That's what and we cause? are. That's what we are. That's the world today, man. I don't believe in but it. Like, but none, it of, none of these people who do these things, the tweet, the twitters, and they're, they're not activists. They've never been in the position where the system's been against them. I read Angela Davis's book. She was in prison fighting the system. Yeah, but things are different now. They're not different. They're not different. They're not different. No, they're not. The fight. She she had that fight. So the fight now is a it's, bit it's, different. It's, so the fight now is tweets. Yeah, I mean, that, I know <laughs> that sounds progress. insane. That's not progress. I'm with Michael on this 100. percent But hold on, hold on, Dan. Is it progress? There's people gluing themselves to planes. Yeah, but they're lunatics. Fuck them. Oh, they're lunatics. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like that. That is progress. Like. Just because someone has So then to, why do we still have... So I should be getting the water cannon... Did no, 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 I'm not saying you should be getting the water cannon. But what's the society, what the system has cleverly done is adjusted to our needs. So we don't feel the need to go into the streets. But we're still being bound by the same things that were happening. Well, no, because it's improved. So, like, the, le- the, the type of How protest can change as well. White you people the- are getting nicer. Like, <laughs> and that's the problem. That's the problem. Nicer. You keep looking at racism from a white people need to be nice to our standpoint. That's the problem. I think, like, and that's not what it's is about. Is it not? Are we doing it wrong? I can no, tell everyone. They're that's... getting more civil. They're getting nice. <laughs> I'll send a memo. White people have always been nice. White people have always White been nice. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Nice. <laughs> what I mean is this: when I grew up, there were nice white people. Some of my teachers were nice. Some of but my they friends were, allowed were nice. To be mean. Hold on a second. Hold on. White people are allowed to be mean. Racism is not white people being bad. Racism is a system. You see what I'm saying? It's a power structure. Do you know what I mean? There's money involved. Like, this is a system mm. that protects wealth. And you're not going to beat it or bring it down by tweeting. But it's a start. Well, that's it's knowledge. Part of it. That's knowledge. I, I'm not. Here's the thing I will never fight white supremacy. Never. Why? I'm, because they kill people that do. <laughs> yes, they do. No one's tried. Who's tried it like, latest? Who's the recent trial? Let, let me break it down for you Martin Luther King, dead. Malcolm X, dead. The, wait, 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 wait. Back then, they, they were, were so mean. Can you see that? He's saying they were really mean. That's why you have to read your history. You no, the white people history. were really mean back then. So, so why did they kill the Martin Luther King? Okay, all right, cool, cool. Like he was killed by blacks. Can I, can I finish? Can I finish? Malcolm X. Can I finish? No, Malcolm X, he was being really, he started being nicer to, to white to, people. You need to, you need to well, read Well, no, that. he was just, he went against the nation Islam and they did not like that. Yeah, that was more that, more complication. But my point is, Malcolm X, dead. Martin Luther King, dead. Sure. Steve Biko, dead. Nelson Mandela, dead. Who's Steve Bicker? Nelson Mandela. No, you're putting it down. Nelson Mandela, dead. Let's look at... No, 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 Let's put it into context. I just, I just want to say white people are not responsible <laughs> for old age. You can't put that on us. You can't put that on us. My point is this. Mother Teresa. My point is this. You look at Mandela when he started out. Okay, he's he was uh, against apartheid, mm-hmm. right? Sure. They put him in prison for 27 years for that. Yeah. For being I against mean, also, terrorism. No, 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 terrorism. no. He, so what? So what? When white people wanted to take over land, they did terrorism. None of them went to jail for that. They yeah, put the but, Irish in jail. And to, 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 to hold on, to break down a system that's oppressing you, that's yeah. killing your children and your kids, you might go to the extreme to of, get high time of that attention. But if you don't overthrow it, then that system's going to put you in prison. Of like, course. That's and that's what I mean. I wouldn't fight white supremacy because okay, they put you in prison but for would, trying. Would you tweet about it? No. Yes, well, I would tweet about <laughs> it. And I'll be very clever. I called someone a coon on Twitter. They put me in the sin bin. 
What do you mean they put you in the sin bin? They, they blocked my account for two weeks. Really? For a week, because we're calling someone a coon. You know, there's a type of cheese in Australia called coon. Is it? Yeah. yeah. yeah is it white? <laughs> I did a gig with him last night, and he had this whole bit about so it. So my point is, famous. I wouldn't fight the system because you can't beat it. And I don't want to die. I want to enjoy the, the, the life. Just, surely it's just like... But you're dying for... No, I'm joking. Yeah, but we're going <laughs> to die anyway. So don't worry about it. And just enjoy the ride, man. White people have won. Don't you see it? But your ride is more enjoyable. We have chess. We have not won. You've won. You've definitely won. I love okay, it. I you're love winning. It. I love that you guys just completely not, forget you're about... You're not white, though. You're not China. Right. No, <laughs> you're China. China's winning. China's, like, I'm sorry. And that's your fault. That's not our I, I'm fault. upset with white people that you let China get ahead. I'm upset. They've been quietly working. They have. They have. I'm impressed with their moves. And, they, and they're just like, hey, look, you guys can keep thinking you're in charge. We just keep lending <laughs> yeah, you money. Yeah, 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 did, yeah. We, did we, I mean, did you guys, did whites colonial China? Did they, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they, yeah, did, they, did, they, they did. Like yeah, the opium, opium wars and all that but stuff. But how yeah. you left them alone? Because like when, you, when they left the blacks alone, they kept coming back, putting in like puppet leaders and shit. And then we couldn't like build... China Nuclear alone. power. I think we interfered with you guys more, yeah. Yeah, like, definitely. I think because we could do more work, <laughs> like on the plantations and stuff like that, we were workers. I mean, I think there's, in the fifties, I think there's a lot of American railroads which would disagree with the point. <laughs> you know what? You know what? But, 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 I just mean in terms of endurance and. I feel like the Chinese were a bit more... I think they'll start fighting eventually. I, I reckon... Really underestimated them. I reckon, surely, it must do with just geographical convenience. Because, <laughs> because Asia's really far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we yeah, can just yeah, get yeah. black people from the Caribbean yeah, to America. Yeah, yeah, short short, yeah. I guess yeah. it was also point. like, yeah. in terms of like actual... Like oil and shit like that, they probably saw Africa as like. Well, they didn't. They didn't discover Africa. Well, there's more resources. Yeah, like Nigeria as well. Like, yeah, and they weren't fucking with the oil. Oil in the world. Or something. Yeah, that's really that's, that's China. That's overhyped. Yeah, when's the last time you saw a fucking oil tanker from Nigeria? When's the last time I saw an oil tanker? Chinese. <laughs> no, I mean, like Chinese oil, have taken over in Africa. a shop made in Nigeria. Or something. Yeah, Chinese have taken over Africa. Yeah, China's yeah. taking over Africa. Yeah, yeah they're, they're expanding big time like, in Nigeria. Mad. They're expanding big time. Really? What, yeah. Why? Like, is it like expanding their Dan's influence? checking. Dan's for, trying to find out if as much information can pass on to the people afterwards. You know, you know, oh, know? yeah. What are they doing in Nigeria, Fumbi? I'm going <laughs> to pass this on to the agency later. Do you know how everyone's praising Akon because he's doing like solar energy? Yeah. That's right. all the Everyone's, Chinese. <laughs> yeah, that's I knew that. China. Right yeah, I knew that. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, crazy. You have to do your research. Wait, you Sorry, everyone's praising Aquan. Aquan, you know, you know who Aquan is, right? Aquan, yeah, yeah. 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 He's, doing, he's doing solar energy. And is he still around? Yeah. yeah. I thought Aquan was dead. dead. No, he's got like, he's got. He's, he's <laughs> I haven't heard of Aquan in years, man. He um, went to Africa to, to make things better. Because that's what you do when your money's not long enough in, in America. You go to Africa. Uh, so I was listening to the Jay Z <laughs> album the other day, 444. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking about like black freedom is financial freedom. Is mm. that what you think? Freedom is for us. It's we just I get think our it's, money. I think it's all good words. I, I think I think the financial thing is very important because like just one of the things that I think black people did in America is yeah. they started owning stuff. Yeah. Like you know, like Def Jam, like the records, like yeah. the production thing, N- NBA NBA teams, like Michael Jack, like Michael Jordan getting like a stake in like Nike and stuff. Whereas in Australia, black people own nothing. Right. Yeah. And that's in why America, black people own nothing. Well, Rupert Murdoch owns most. He's one white. In America, black people don't black people don't own well. much in America. But they, they own major. they own a lot more than like what what does like a like a big like black superstar own in the UK? Like what's like a big Do you ever speak out against Rupert Murdoch? Are you a little bit scared? I mean, it, what what am I gonna say? I but like, is there a fear of like he does own a lot though? No. I mean, I think dude, he the, owns every. Like, he owns Fox in America. He owns like the like yeah, the Sun. Here he owns like every print media. In he Australia. owns life. No, I'm joking. I mean, like anything I say against Rupert Murdoch, he can. You think it could be used like, against us? Pun? 
you think it can be used against us if we're anti Murdoch? What? No. I, think? I, I don't think he cares. Like, Why would you be anti Murdoch? What's the energy in that? I don't know. There's no energy. I think there. there's loads of people who are anti Murdoch. Yeah, but like, who? Why would you? Who cares? Who cares? They don't cares? Really care He's getting he just, money. Yeah. You're gonna. You, he will tell you. I know you hate my shit, but hey, I'm gonna sponsor your new tour. He'll be like, yeah. I'm interested in how. But in terms works. of what black people own, I feel like how in this power country. Works. Yeah. What do you mean? Who, who's, like, do you think finance? Like, you what? It's not as simple as money equals power. You think there's? It's relationships. I think powers in relationships, yeah, circles and like, friendships. Like, is, is Nigeria very powerful in Africa? I would assume so. As like the biggest population, it's got the biggest numbers. But I think the power, most powerful place would probably be South Africa. Really, in terms of like influence on the continent. Well, there's white people running in it. I mean, not anymore. Yeah, it is. White people running South Africa. Of course, it is. Who else runs? I thought it? all their politicians the are black. Aren't so they? doesn't mean they're running it. <laughs> I mean, that's, actually, that's probably a fair point. Doesn't mean they're running it. The wealth is still controlled by the white people. But yeah, that's true. Like the yeah. white people. Who the controls the money? It's like you, you think Obama was running America when he was president. <laughs> He's just the poster child, right? I mean, but that's still the same. Like, yeah, it's the Trump, same. Yeah, so. it's the same thing. Yeah. So what I mean is, in that sense, yeah, people who run the country with the yeah. wealth is like where the, the business power interests is. are what running. Right. So the Nigeria, like, it's it's a powerful country in terms of numbers, but Dangote. In terms of spreading that power, oil. it's not. He's like an oil man. He's not an oil man. He's a um, cement man. Yeah, cement, cement man. man. That's where the money is, you know. It's cement. Like, <laughs> it's like toilet paper and cement. Amenities. Or like bricks. But can you see why we would never have the society we're talking about? Because all we're concerned with is where the money's at. Well, I mean, but as long as Isn't if you redistribute the wealth like significantly, then everything changes. So why does that not happen? Let's own cement. Because the people have the money really like the money. If you go into that circle, you're going to redistribute wealth. What if I was in like, the really, really rich person circle? Absolutely not. <laughs> I love you, Dan. Shake my hand, man. Yeah, I'm, Shake all, my I'm hand. honest. Bill yeah. Gates is redistributing his He's wealth. doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, Bill, Bill Gates is doing a good job, yeah. But I mean, when you got like 36 billion, <laughs> I guess you're like, yeah, fuck it. He's like, how much money... Oh, can you redistribute till you start getting affected? <laughs> yeah, like what? Like, till you start worrying about bank statements. If you have a billion... Yeah, like surely anything. That's not enough to redistribute. That's not enough to redistribute. You got to have a billion and continue to grow on it. Yeah, you could just, just have to, yeah, yeah. Redistribute. I feel like yeah. if I had eighty-eight billion, I'd start giving back. No, think about, it, think about, <laughs> think about. It. And that's why racism, sexism, it will never end. You have to wait till you get to eighty-eight billion before you start thinking about someone else. I mean, eighty-eight <laughs> fucking billion. I'd be. I'll talk about like. <laughs> I'm talking about like. Do you know a, what 88 billion is? It's money you can't even spend. I'm talking about like a really mad, generous rate. Like here's a billion. To, yeah, to, 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 oh, to, oh to my god! Though? No, Dan, to this build, guy, this guy for president. I need 88 billion before I can give away a billion. Because <laughs> I still need 87 who do you, billion. Who do you give the billion to? Like, isn't the whole thing like when? Money is given out. It like, doesn't last. It stays at the top. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're trying to give yeah. it to everybody else. It's like black people like, were talking about reparations. That like, we should get reparations. I thought it's like if they give still you talking about reparations, <laughs> talking reparations. Your fucking references, dude. You're doing <laughs> like serious. it's recent. Well, it's in the black circles. Like Jay Z is like, we need to gentrify our own hoods. Yeah, when he says we, who black people? How? What do you need to gentrify? It means our rich black you people with uh, money. You, right, you bring money right. into your and own neighborhood. Who has money? If, he were, if that was Jay-Z's MO, for real, then why did he sign a deal with the NFL to, to do the sponsor packages for the entertainment so package? So he can make more money. For who? For him. Right. So how is that now gentrifying our neighborhoods? he's going to give the money I mean, to the people. Surely Jay-Z is giving That's some stuff out. Like, surely. I mean, I don't know the it's stats not about, on it. He's probably giving out some turkeys. It's not, it's not about... <laughs> it's like you said. Like you said. Like you said. It's what rich people do. They give you the little so bits. So then financial freedom isn't black freedom then because you're just going to have black selfish people. 
Here's what I'm trying to but say. But isn't that freedom? They get, they get to I'm be just to as say. selfish as the white people. We live in a capitalistic <laughs> society. So there's no idea that everyone's going to be happy. Where mm. someone wins, someone has to lose, and someone has to lose badly. If you have a beautiful mansion, you still need a toilet where you can put your shit in. <laughs> and most black people live in the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> hold up. That metaphor does not hold up. <laughs> and black people live in the toilet of the mansion. And that's the shit that you have to deal with. What? Where the toilet? If you look at yeah, we live in, in the, the no, toilet. we live in the toilet. So if we you go up in, in England, the toilet? we do. If you live at, look at London, like a nice with house. the toilet water. But that means with the, the toilet. But the people in the mansion still need to visit the toilet. They I think, do. I think they rich do. white people. And white people like, love to come to the neighborhoods and have the nice barbecue what sauce and the lovely hot wings oh, that they get create. Out of it. Come on. <laughs> what I'm what saying is, in a society, what is this, the first 15 minutes of a buddy cop movie, <laughs> me just walking in, being like, "Here, you got nice wings here." Maybe we should solve you see time. it happen though but, you uh, see it happen though out. but think about it though you, the world is you need poor people of course you just need them. that's how capitalism works I guess but, how capitalism works but so like it's, it's post-structural now so it doesn't have to be within the same country it can just be like exploiting like the area so like as black British people you guys can you know most be black, as high up as you most want. black celebrities probably exploit black people through not not necessarily out of spite but just through for the, the fact struggle. That, yeah just for the fact that you're the one on who's popular and so right. these people come to you and offer you things that as you assume are good for your people but in a sense you're just lining up everyone's pockets do you see what i'm saying mm. so it's, it's 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 not i mean i just dick gregory said black people will never get liberation from entertainment and sports that's what he said like no entertainer is going to liberate you from the struggles you, you can expand you your consciousness you can yeah you can highlight it on the platforms but you can't liberate them with that no, of and, course not but is that is is that something uh, that's like a big thing at the moment like with like black panther and like all the stuff like representation on tv like as black people like is that good like you guys like the great. movie's good but what does it you it's can't right. come on man but like does it mean anything to you like i no, don't know because marvel me. made all no. the profit you know it's right. not, it doesn't go to a black family who now get to cast black people and continue to like get it, that money to come I felt back black panther meant mm. a lot more to black americans who don't always like have have a strong connection with their African roots. And, and, and so, do you think Black British people have a stronger connection? We have a stronger connection. It wasn't that big of a deal to us. No, because we've been to Africa. We've, we've seen the country. So to them, it was like, wow, this, well, yeah, yeah. this fictional us, world of what just, Africa yeah. could be. And, and like, well, again, it was a fictional version of Africa, not even right. the real version. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And I've lived in the real version. Yeah. And, and I just know that you don't. I don't need a superhero to define to tell me or a black person on television. To tell me I'm great, even yeah, though JJ the world is sort of, even even the world. I have my dad. Well, a lot of people might not have that, but just look. I tend to look around. You mm. know, there's great black people around me. My uncles, my aunties. They're not famous or whatever, but they did things and they struggled and they survived and they're better off for it now. Mm. And, that, and that's what I tend to look to. I don't really look to the media in the world for uh, a source of, I guess, what can be done or what can't be done. I didn't see Barack Obama as a black person can become president. I, I, that didn't, I, at the but time then, I did, but as I look back, that, that's not what that was about. But in terms of like inspiration and ambition, can that exist in a vacuum in terms of like, did you not see certain black comedians, see what they were talking about and that sparked something within you? Absolutely, because that's because I wanted to be a comedian. Even before like you- If saw I wanted to be a comedian, I would go and look, if you want to be a tennis player, who's the tennis player you're going to study? Who's the tennis player to study? Yeah, if you want to become Roger a Federer, player. one right. backhand. Right, you think I'm going to study Songo because he's black? Pardon? You think I'm going to study Songo or Monfields because they're black tennis players? I mean, I might check them out for the Instagram post, but if I want to be great, I'm going to study the greatest tennis player. Yeah. And that's I how mean, I see but things. But surely, like, if, if comedy was just, you know, 
Carlin, Louis C.K., mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. whatever. Like there was just no black people doing it. Then it'd surely be racist. That would, surely that would be weird. But that's why black, it'd be racist. That's why be black dolls, moment. black dolls are important, and black children's books where like the of girls course. are astronauts. Of course, because you know it's putting it's planting seeds in your head. Yes, but comedy is different in the sense where um, a white comic is not put well. Maybe some, but they're not necessarily put on television to tell you what the world is like. This is, you know. Well, they're not, they're not there to tell you what being white is like. No. Whereas, like, I think with, like, uh, you guys, there's like, kind of like an unspoken kind of like, so you'll tell us <laughs> what, how it's been for you, right? But I feel like with a book and a doll, especially for a child, mm. when you're reading about books, yeah, you, you're, you're imagining these things and you're putting yourself in that world. Yeah. And a lot of um, Nigerians grew up on British books. Sure. So we assume that Britain is the land of milk and honey. Mm-hmm. Just what I'm saying. That's so even I, in Nigeria, people are reading this British literature. Oh yeah, I read Oliver Twist. I read Charles Dickens novels. Right. All of that. So all of that is put in um, Nigeria. Yeah. However, you don't read books about Africans in this country unless it's come from the savage context. It's not in the school curriculum. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, weirdly, uh, for like leaving school, I read like Wale Soinka. Mm-hmm. Like it was, oh, was it, it was a play about okay. a dictator. I don't is know. it um think, no fall, eating eating right things fall apart? But I know what the one you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like a very famous. Yeah, Nigerian. yeah. He's a very. He's yeah. won the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Well, no, it's fun. Uh, it's interesting about the books and stuff because, like, as an Australian, like we read the British books and like it doesn't look like the same. Yeah, because like Australia is like a very different. Have you guys been to Australia? I've been to Australia. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, it's just the the landscape is different. It looks like, like America. Yeah. When you when you come here and you like see the things, you're like, oh, that's what. Jane mm-hmm. Austen was talking about yeah. you know like the green and the fields and the mm-hmm. shit you're like oh okay because mm-hmm. like yeah I mean I don't I don't feel like particularly at home here like it's 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 weird because everyone just assumes that you're English that I like, or at but, least from somewhere yeah but you guys know so much more about England than I do but yeah. like they look at you kind of like oh yeah yeah like, whereas like me they're like you must know and I'm like I don't know who that kind of is well people still say uh, I yeah. was I was outside a bank one time and this, this white dude comes up to me and I'm holding food in my hand and he's like oh I had two portions because my friend was in the bank yeah i was holding hers and he was like oh Wait, your friend was in a bank at bank this <laughs> 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 was london bridge <laughs> um, um and he just said he sparked a conversation yeah which was weird because in england nobody talks to no one in it yeah so i was like oh shit this thank you for starting the convo yeah and we just got to little banter and whatever just talking and he said so um are you visiting <laughs> yeah I said no. At first, I thought, "Visit from where? Have you not heard me speak for the last twenty seconds?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, "No, no, no. I live here." He said, "Oh, so when did you come over?" I said, "Okay." Right. And then he, then I said, "I was born here." Are those loaded questions or those innocent questions? Those right? are stupid questions. Are they? Yeah. yeah. But it's stupid like questions. Making conversation? No, no, no. Do you think there's Are a big sure? difference? No, in I, that? There's no way I would talk to an English person for two seconds and be like, "So, just do that are you fun? visiting? But from where? Just do it for fun next from time." Birmingham. <laughs> I wouldn't know what a Birmingham accent is. Yeah, that's because just be ignorant. No, and that's my it's, point. It's like he had already assumed because I'm black in this country, I must have come over. You haven't got eyebrows. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everyone knows that. <laughs> everyone knows that, though. Oh, but yeah. Um, wait, sorry, one thing I just wanted to ask Michael about. You were at Edinburgh this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, Edinburgh, Edinburgh Fringe, it's been, if you listen to the podcast, you've heard this discussed a lot. It's the big thing that UK comedy kind of still revolves around. I think it's probably moving away. Yeah. But there's a lot of chat in that festival about, like, it's a very white festival, mm-hmm. which it is mm-hmm. like even i'm kind of like whoa okay mm-hmm. this, this reminds me of back home yeah uh, but like <laughs> yeah so 
you and you did quite well there. You were nominated for like best show and stuff. Like, did you? Was it like? Was it something you experienced that it was like a very white thing? Did you know that kind of going in? Like, I, did it bother you? I didn't feel like the audience. I know, I know, a big deal was made out of it, but it didn't feel that. I mean, I probably had about fifteen black people throughout the whole show. Right. Um, out, of, out of like what, like a thousand people? Let's just say that came to my show. Yeah. Something like that over the uh, whole run? Maybe, yeah. Actually, oh, I you saw that like that, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I mean, because I, I, I came up on the mainstream circuit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously there's the urban circuit and the mainstream. I came up on the... On there's the, urban shows in the mainstream. There's urban shows and mainstream circuit. And so I grew up mainly performing to mainly white people. Mm. Yeah. So this didn't feel like when I was doing the Edinburgh... You felt at home. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't feel like I was, I was adjusting anything because I've always kind of... Like topics in my show, I've always tried to talk about the black perspective... And I've always known how that's how I've had to frame it in performing to, to certain audiences and how I'm so it, it didn't feel like a major change to me. Right. Uh, to, to, to that's that's just what I'm, I just I just don't understand that. What do you mean? Like why as a black person I have to tailor things or the black perspective. Someone said that to me the other day, if it's a black perspective. For me it's a, it's what a, is a black it, perspective? It's a craft thing. It's just crafting a joke. What is a black get, perspective? It's just my perspective. But that's that's craft in terms of writing a joke to get you know, you obviously you've got your point that you're trying to make, your intent. But mm-hmm. how do I frame it to get the best possible reaction, which is the biggest, biggest possible laugh? And then that's just like for white people. Would well, you do the well, same? For, would you for, do the same telling for black people? Well, yeah. I perform. Well, I, I have different shows when I'm performing. Why? They're just, they're just an audience. I know. I, but once someone said to me, my brother said to me, until you see the audience as one, you're never going to progress. If what? you see them as black people and white people, yes, there's certain what things about, I could like, say. Old people, people and young people. Like if I'm doing jokes in Australia, like I'll explain things differently than if I'm doing jokes here. Like there's just a shorthand based on who you're speaking to. But that's because you're Australian and English. She's saying black and white. Yeah, but like, I mean, obviously, probably like you don't, like a you don't, you you it. don't, you don't explain an, a white pers- pers- person's perspective of Australia to white people here. Yes, you I just do. Talk yes, about I Australia. do. I, well, you I talk about being Australian, Australian context. Yeah, because you, and, and first of all, English people have ready knowledge of Australian culture. Yeah, but not not in like if I the main thing I think is like the explanation of a joke or like in in the setup more than the actual punchline. But sometimes even with punchlines, that like you want to go like a layer up if it's an English audience because they don't have a thorough understanding mm. of Australia. Yeah, but that's a Wait, reference. So, like you might say, you know, I might if I'm talking about Hackney. If the punchline is um, Hackney, if I'm in another country, I might use their country or something like that to use that reference. No, no, no. I'm not saying references. I'm saying in terms of like, you know, for example, I got like a thing about Australia's border being like a nightclub door. And that joke works a lot better in Australia because every Australian knows inherently that they everyone in Australia lives on the coast. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a bouncer. Mm-hmm. Whereas like here, people are like, oh, they don't get it as like intrinsically. Mm. Like, but that's not a black experience. He's saying that when you say a black experience, what do you mean? Because th- I can understand that. Yeah. But you're not explaining that from, a, from being a black person or a white person. You're explaining well, that from being from Australia. Exactly. I live in England and I still have to explain blackness to people who live in England. But like, isn't I just explaining like your experience? Yeah, like, he is explaining my like experience. But when Russell Howard or Josh, Jack Whitehill or Michael McIntyre, they talk, talk their world and they don't tell it for anybody. And it's the same as a general experience. But because, no, I think that's like Jack Whitehill, for example, just because I worked with him recently. Like that, that's just like, it's not a particularly unique, like it's like he's just describing... His well, world, about, <laughs> his like experience, milk and stuff. But that's yeah, it's about milk. That's yeah, but that's not... his experience. The way he talks about milk is not the way. Well, I'm I not going to give milk. like a black experience of milk. But what I'm saying is, when you when you talk about <laughs> you know milk, we drink milk like this, you know what I mean? But I don't, <laughs> <but I'm white. laughs> so then, what do you mean by 
you tailor it. What you mean? I, did, I never said the word tailor. I you I said just, you did. You did. You said you, you tailor it to run the, the to tape. The, run the tape. <laughs> <laughs> you said you tailor it so that the audience. So that you said you have different sets. So that means I might you go, not talk about well, if I'm performing to black people. Mm-hmm. I might not talk about racism as much. Okay. I don't have. A, I don't make that make those points. Okay. As much. Because well, they don't find it as interesting. Because they don't need it. I feel like they don't. They don't need it. So then, why do you have to do it in front of white people? I don't understand. Because we love it. Look, know. I'm just being on. Like, I think that's a. You love it. Wait, I think white I like, people. I like, I like talking about it. When why? I talk, why? The, I just think it's an interest. I like have interesting points of view on, on certain things. But I just feel like when I'm talking to black people, I don't need to. Like get it. You know what I mean? I think that's a. I think that's a fair point. I don't think it's a fair point. Like, I think. I think like white people in the audience, like a lot of the time, they're like interested because like it's outside of their perspective, and it's like. Yeah, but you I, can't. I grew up watching. <laughs> I grew up watching Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. Eddie Murphy, like it's kind of like all I watched. Like every comedian I ever watched was like a black guy, and I loved it. But is that because of I your didn't. fascination to the world that you didn't, you weren't privy to? Absolutely, right. Which is the same way Michael's explaining I feel like it to I'm them. I'm preaching to right. the choir for a little bit. If but I was... you know, one, you're not preaching. Your job is not to preach. Your job is to tell jokes. And two, <laughs> and two, and two. I understand what you mean, but when I go into the main rooms, I found myself pandering to white people so they could like me. And trying to dumb down my experience and give them a more comfortable ride around a black person who they're not really but around. Anything, what I'm but that yeah. might have been a struggle of my kind of yeah. thing. But everyone, I guess, comes out with that. When you're from, I guess, Australia, you're a woman, you always highlight the fact that you're a woman. Or when you're gay, you kind of highlight the fact that, yes, I'm a, you know, you come with your minority. Well, some people do that and then they, like, ease off on and, like, double down on it. But I've seen Michael Sean. Like, I wasn't sitting there being like, well, thank God he's, you know, give me the little footnotes here. Yeah. To no, 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 what I mean is, uh, what, I mean, what I mean is sometimes you tend to go down that, that feeling I think but I just feel like if you come out into an audience whether they're black or white it doesn't really matter because all that matters is, is what's funny that's what I'm trying to but, understand but even if I'm performing in London versus outside of London mm. outside of London I'll give way more weight to the fact I'm Australian and kind of like explain that I'm not the Australian they expected yeah. like that I'm not like riding a surfboard with blonde hair like playing cricket you yeah. know like, but isn't the skill good to the point where you don't have to do that? Absolutely, but I'm not there. <laughs> like, I, but that's what I mean. I, I can't, I that's can't where give, I. That's, I can't give Blackpool yeah. the context that Australians are hipsters, like the people who live in London. Mm. Like they don't get that. They're just like, no, 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 no. You guys drink beer, play cricket, punch crocodile. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they they can't understand that. Like, no, no, no. I'm basically a person from London. I just sound like an Australian. But just, they're like, why is your accent room. subtle? And I'm like, cause I'm educated, cunt. That's all it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I just, I, I, I know a lot of black comics who feel they can't tell certain jokes in the main rooms in front of white people because they won't get it. Well, I mean, the, like the only, what? I don't know, just a lot. Of, that the, was a general the only, the only jokes that I have not understood with black people over here is when it's like an urban room and they're talking about like Somalia. Yeah. Like you know Somalians, and I'm like, no. You can't do I that don't. in the main rooms. But why would you though? If there's no Somalians in the room. But it works in the black room. Because it's, well, it's an ignorant premise, and that's why it works. Okay, well, like, <laughs> it's it is an ignorant premise, but that's why it works. It's like when you talk about Jamaicans and Nigerians amongst a black room, it hits more home. But what I've noticed is if there's white people in our audience, they begin to appreciate and understand that because they're in that room. Because they have to. Yeah. But I wouldn't go... Because when I went to Edinburgh and I was talking about Nigeria, I wasn't a good storyteller at the time. I don't think my ability to transcend that message was good enough. Mm. But they didn't get it. Do you see what I'm saying? But I didn't put it on the fact that because I'm talking about Nigeria. I just put it on the fact that I didn't tell the story good enough. Yeah, you didn't break it down enough. But I mean, like, one one thing I uh, Babatunde, I saw him do a 
show and he did a joke about how he's Nigerian and his wife's Jamaican. Jamaican yeah. It's like, yeah, which white people call a mixed marriage? <laughs> and everyone, and like, That's funny. Yeah, and like, oh, sorry, black people call a mixed marriage, white yeah. people. Like, like, no, you guys are the same. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, and yeah. I got it. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. even though, and like the room was pretty white and I was yeah. like, everyone got that. But like, you know what I mean? That's not pandering, I don't think. It's just acknowledging that for white people, like, that's hey, not pandering. That's not pandering. But when you come out and say, you know, jokes about, you know, um, you know, about the size of your dick or you're not going to rob the audience no tonight. You'd be surprised. And, you know, no you're not going to rob the audience that's tonight. Bad just sort of <laughs> that's, that's bad That's bad comedy if the audience is white or black. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, it's just bad. No, what I mean in front of a main white audience. Because what, what I'm saying is I don't understand how you can have two separate sets. for t- two, two separate sets. It's just... Okay, certain jokes you wouldn't everyone do. Everyone goes through their jokes like, okay, yeah, tonight maybe this one. Maybe not, not this one here. Maybe not this one here. Okay, this, mm. this, this. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Different but, facets of your personality I'm going to show to these people. So then if you grew up in the mainstream, if you come up on the mainstream all the time, yeah. then how, I find, I how's your whole not hour just a whole perfect routine? How do you mean? Like, because then you won't have any... If you, you, you probably struggle more in an urban show. I do. Yeah. Okay. You struggle I more in an urban like show. I feel like I do. Why? I feel like it's a, it's a, it's it's an in my head thing as well. Yeah, it's definitely in your head. But I feel like sometimes the material goes differently. Maybe there's like this is a bit too mainstream. Yeah, because you're thinking of the audiences as white and black. That's why. But like, why did you start doing urban shows? That's something you wanted to do. Do you feel like an obligation part, part to of do it? What I wanted to do, and they, they pay well. <laughs> <laughs> they pay on time. Um, so there was that. And, you know, sometimes you just want to try to test yourself and. Yeah, different things work. Was, was it an easy transition? The or thing you is, you, I feel like you and I guess Ola deals with this as well a lot because you lot didn't come up the way I came up in terms of you grew up on ends and mm. hung around big numbers of black people from a very young age. So you went to public school and you're, you're, you know, you're educated and there's this thing in the black community, you know, if, if you're educated and you speak well, then we say you're acting white. Right. So I mean, it's from that self-hate, you mm. know, whatever. And so you kind of struggle with that. Um image of you know you don't fit in with black people per se so but so, you're so, black yeah so, you so, what i'm so saying extent, yeah. but white people see you the same way they see you as all of us but you know that when you go in front of a black audience you because like you said you're not cool yeah if k walks out in a black audience mo walks out in a black audience myself dane we have that air of cool so there's that acceptance immediately there's also a certain relatability in your topics that they're going to get straight away that i might not also i might not have okay you know what I mean? Again, I, I don't... Again, you know what it is? Because I've done both scenes and I used to think like that. Like certain jokes they won't get and mm. certain jokes these people will get. I mean, people used to treat the black audience as, as stupid. Yeah. Like they're like stupid jokes. Do you see what I'm saying? But that's all you've given to that audience. Yeah, but like, surely if Jack Whitehall came out to like an urban crowd and was talking about milk for seven minutes, it probably wouldn't go as well. They would love him. They would love him? Yeah, because he's Jack Whitehall on stage. Nah, they'd love him for two minutes. They'll have it for two minutes, but they'll give him the benefit of the doubt with the milk material. But, but like, I was... You've got to talk about random white guy. I worked with him in, like, Balham, and, like, you know, it's all just, like, middle-class white people. And he's talking about the seven different milks, and everyone's like, fucking yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Like, that was, that was I, I don't like, think how, will... like, I had a dream. Right, right. Like, this is I don't, crazy. I don't Someone's think noticed. black people will... You must have really that, because I saw that two months ago. It wasn't that... Oh, dude, it absolutely crushed. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, crazy. yeah. I can and imagine it, I was, it crushing. I was, like, I was right there with my fucking takeaway coffee cup being like, this milk shit is good. But here's the thing. If I got oat that, milk in the fridge at home. I get it. If you did that to a predominantly black audience, mm. it might not hit the way it hits with white people. Yeah. It might get a lot of love in the sense where, you know, you love Jack Whitehall and he's mm. on stage. 
it might not hit home if a random white guy did it because I don't know. I don't know how much this. I don't know anything about the seven different types of milk. Yeah. But I would appreciate the effort put into creating that joke. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like the seven yeah. deadly words by. Um, is it not that they also want to? Is it? It's alright to say they, maybe uh, as a collective, black audiences and white audience maybe they want different things. Mm. Maybe there's more energy involved needed in a black performance. They both more, want to more, laugh. More, more performative. <laughs> they both want to laugh. Well, I mean, but surely, like the reason that there are two separate things is because. The audiences yeah. do want different things a little the bit. The reason why there's two separate things is because we're a segregated society. I That's went to, I, in my sixth form, there was two sections like to chill. And uh, the black area we called the ghetto and the white area called the, the suburbs. And like no one, what? can you yeah, see the, the mental? <laughs> can you see the mental ramifications of slavery and colonialism? No one, no one told us to do that. What's the, like, what's the, let, let, watch him finish this joke. On the Monopoly board, what's the black area? I haven't played Monopoly in so long. But what's the black area Monopoly board? It's the brown part. Mooch, what's the black area Monopoly board? I ain't saying. <laughs> <laughs> Second prize at a beauty contest. <laughs> Everybody Kent knows it's go to jail. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, in fairness, I did assume that's where it happened. <laughs> um, I didn't even make that link. Just See, I'm more free than you. I'm more free than you. I didn't make that so, link. So, I mean, so I that, I that would get that would jokes, get a killer. That would get an applause. That old Kent Road. That was okay. <laughs> I when I first dabbled with the joke, I wrote okay road. But then someone did and said, you know, they said there's no black places on, on Monopoly, man. This game's racist. This means there is a black place. They called it go to prison. The whole room went off. I was just like, oh my God, we hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, right. How did you feel about that when you turned that joke? When I wrote that joke, yeah. the okay road thing. Yeah. That's what that, in my, when I look back at some of the stuff I used to write, I really realized how much I didn't how I looked at black people as a negative. How yeah. I just knew that as long as I associated, associated negativity with blackness, there's mm. going to be a funny act. Um, did you, could you tell like in the laugh? Because I've had a, I have oh, a couple yeah, of jokes about like indigenous people. And I remember one time just this, the way that they laughed at this joke, I was like, oh, this is gross. Like, this is like, <laughs> this is because it's a joke. I had that with white people though, not, not black people. Yeah, this is Australia. So white oh, people. Right, right. Um, but yeah, this is like about indigenous deaths in custody. Yeah. And like the way they laughed at it was like, mm. isn't it good? I was like, no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> well, I, I, I did joke. one about like, yeah. Polish people when I'm talking about Brexit and I said, I'm sad they have to go. And the joke, as I say, is because I say we were, you know, we were kind of nervous when they first came because they mm. made us look bad. And I was like, but we were her first man. At the end of the joke, I said, we were her first man. So fuck them. And people clapped. He said to me, oh, shit. Mm -mm. Stop, <laughs> stop doing that joke. <laughs> shut, shut it down. Yeah, 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 <laughs> they didn't yeah, yeah, get yeah. what I meant. They clapped like, we agree. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. So, yeah. yeah, I've had that moment. But not. I've had moments where I've said stuff in front of black people, but I know it's ignorant. Right. And I know I shouldn't be saying stuff like that. About black people? Yeah. To so, black people? Yeah, so I don't. I don't. I try to not. Do, I don't do that no more. I mean, I think. I think there's kind of like, yeah, I do that like with Australia, like some like jokes, like ignorant Australia jokes, and like to Australians, it's like we all know Walk about that it's jokes. fine. <laughs> like you know, but if I'm saying that to like English people, it's like I'm ratting them out. You yes. know, like it's kind of weird. Yes, like I don't do the accent, right, in the main rooms. You don't do the accent in the main rooms, even when the, I talk in about black rooms, in the black room, I do the accent. Really, but not in the main rooms. As in, like, for your parents, I assume. The when I'm talking about my parents, yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah, do yeah, my yeah. parents' jokes in front of white people. I guess you should can't control the context. No, nope, because taken. they will they will only laugh because they just hear an African accent. Really? But that is also kind yeah. of why it's funny, though. That's not why it's funny. The why it's funny but is why it's my words are written, motherfucker. <laughs> no, that's because Nigerians. A lot of the Nigerian mm -hmm. jokes, right? That I've heard, jokes have been weak if they just said it in a normal accent. What do you mean? A lot of the jokes well, like where people use it. a Nigerian accent. 
Who's who, what do you mean like Nigerian comics or British comics that use Nigerian? Just accent? any any joke I've heard where someone's been using a Nigerian accent, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I'm like, all right, if I if they just said that British voice, mm-hmm. is that actually? So you could say about Cockney accent though. So then the voice is part of why it's funny then. No, because my my material, the voice is nothing. It's the the, the context that is funny. Because there's also there's, most people doing an exaggeration on the voice. Yeah, most of our parents don't yeah. sound. No, as they like, don't, and that's why I don't do it because mm-hmm. I just feel like everyone's been trained to laugh at an African accent. I, mean, I, just, I like think it. any parental accent like tends to go pretty well in a white yeah. room. Like I've I've seen Australia, like the 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 Indian one. Like I've seen like the I, Chinese I one. I just but don't you feel like as a comedian, it's almost like it becomes an like a fucking Achilles heel if you like. Like the room's oh, going a, bad. All right, here we go. You know I put the kettle in the pot, and everyone starts laughing. You're like, nah, yeah, oh, it's a crutch for sure. Yeah. But I, it's I, funny because of the voice. Yeah, that's, that's I put funny, the kettle man. in the pot. That's, yeah, not, that's funny. not funny. I put the kettle in the pot. That's funny, man. <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's not funny. But do, do your parents have that accent though? Like, my parents have an Nigerian accent, definitely. Yeah. What about yours, Michael? Nah, not really. Because like my friend in Australia, well, your I was born here. My mom came here up pretty early. Okay, right. So, yeah, I, I joke with my friend in Australia that like the reason he's not famous is because he doesn't do the accent. Like, cause that in Australia, like we're still there comedically. Yeah. Like, you know, just do that accent. And everyone's like, "This is fucking great." Yeah, yeah. I can't, like, I can't do that. But, and I'm like, dude, you just got to do it. And he's like, man, my mum speaks oh, perfectly. I do, English. I switch like, between. But well, why do any do accent then, if you, if it's not part of the joke? I, here's the thing: I'm not doing an accent. I'm Mom's talking about my mum and general. dad. Right. You see what I'm saying? Of your mom I'm talking about my mum and dad. So if my mom, yeah. my dad came in, if, my, if I wanted to say something about my dad, for instance, like my dad um, had this joke about my dad. I bought a tracksuit from America. Mm-hmm. It was an Adidas tracksuit. Mm-hmm. Shell top. Great. Vintage. Nice. All black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bought a tracksuit home. The joke was my dad borrowed a tracksuit, but he wore it with sandals. Yeah. Okay. And it was bad image. It was a bad look. Told the joke. Everyone loved it. Next day, my dad calls me up. Because my dad takes my jokes, literally. Right. Next day, my dad calls me up. For me, when did I wear your tracksuit? Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, it's funny in the fact that my dad believed that I called, I actually you know, this story is true. Mm. But when you put the accent on, if you say, Fumi, when did I wear your tracksuit? Everyone starts laughing because they hear this bass and this whole mm. exaggeration of a voice. And yeah. I don't like that. Accents can be funny. Though. Accents can be funny. But, but you want them to be accurate though. Isn't that the whole thing? Yeah. Like you should be doing well, someone. Like you shouldn't just be doing... Yes, but I want like, you to laugh at the context of the words, not necessarily the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I'm that. I'm not sound effects. What's that big guy? Russell Peters? Russell or? Peters, dude. All my Asian mates at school loved him yeah. to death. And like, he'd be doing like the Hong Kong accent. Yeah. And like, they'd be like, yeah, it's a fucking great yeah, Hong just, Kong that's, accent. That's when we just happy that, that was funny. Yeah, it was they're all just, part they're of just it. happy. It's like when you do a... Uh, a white accent in front of white black people they crease their pants hilarious. Wait, when, when, when Eddie Murphy yeah. did do it in front voices. of white people we yeah. love it yeah. 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 What are you all about? the time Dave Chappelle's one is the best one that's, yeah. I think that's a huge <laughs> part of his early career Eddie Murphy's white voice Ooh, Dave Chappelle's white voice is incredible Dave 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 Chappelle's Chappelle's voice. Voice. it's very subtle it's very, subtle. It's very um, professional no, but it's, the, the Eddie Murphy puts the high squeaky. You got a white man, you know. Yeah. He puts the high squeak on it. I, I think Chappelle's is the best because like it's not like dumb white people. It's just, just white people. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's just like generic, everyone in yeah, like one accent. The generic like, white. That's voice. impressive. But what I mean is when I don't use the accent is I just know people find the African accent just from whatever you're saying. And I just need to know that what crush. I'm saying is funny as opposed to the sounding of my voice. But I mean, I think it's fine to like not use it, test that out and then bring it back to double the laugh. Like, come on, man. We're all fighting up there. Like, what? Is Whatever works for me. Just, just, just get man. it done. No, I, I, don't get me wrong. I, I just don't... In my 20-minute sets at clubs, mm. I never use it. So that means you feel like you have a responsibility when you go on stage, bringing it back. As a black person? Yeah. 
As a Nigerian. As a Nigerian. Now we're talking. Not as a black person. As a Nigerian. So if well, you're albino, albi- you'd feel that. I'll do the Jamaican accent all day if you make people laugh. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so just out of that thing, like as a black person, what about Bame? That's like I've never heard that what apart about, from here. What about Bame? Is it shit? I blame. I hate it. I, I blame. Hate it. I blame them. Uh, <laughs> no one uses that though. I've never heard anyone. I say mean, white which black? Which black person have you ever seen come out on TV and said, you know, thanks to Bame? <laughs> Dude, never. But this like, career's popping off, Rude Boy. Black Asian minority ethnic groups, isn't it? Yep. Why, why would I care about yeah. like Asian? Because black Asians were cast as black back then. What? Yeah, in the eighties. Why? You got black people black. around. I can see why Australia might do it. Well, what happens when you live in a I white society? Like <laughs> you think white people have time to do all the paperwork? <laughs> like, just call them black. Yeah. So they were all boxed as black back then. But like, but Bame seems like a new thing. That seems like a recent invention. No and like, I don't know why. Bame is white people's idea to tackle inequality. Right, just group them all together. Yeah, swear to God, man. group them all together, <laughs> and <laughs> let's just hope for the best. Think about it. Yeah, right. you said I'm English. You said I'm British. Well, you you know, you said this is your country. Well, you're born here. Right, you got a passport. Right. If, what, what if do you this want? was my country, why would I need Bing? What I don't know. That's... You know what I mean? Why would there be a program? Why would there be a program called Kick Racism Out of Football in your own country? Do you hear Kick Racism Out of Football in Russia? No, but they do. But do you know yeah. what I mean? Like the league is predominantly Russians, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you yeah, don't yeah. need these well, things. They don't, in they, don't country. In, they don't have that in hurling. <laughs> right, right. You know, if Get this was my country, I'd be dealing with every the same things. If this was my country, I'd be voting out. You'd be voted out. Yeah, I'd be voting out. If this was my country, right. I'd be in solidarity with the nation. Leave means leave. Right. But I'm like, no, let's not leave. You're gonna fuck up my situation. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you say when people say this is my country, it's like. Yeah, but I was born here, but that's not the makings of you being part of a nation. It's like when they cover knife crime. Do you think knife crime is a black issue or a nation issue? I when think you it's look a at London the- issue. Thank you. <laughs> Vote for me, Daniel Muggleton. Thank you very that much. That was a good one, Dan. Thank you. But when you look at the papers, we're you seem to think... We're very diplomatic. That's why we're sneaky. If it's you read of, the papers, you think of, to yourself... It's a lot of black stabbing stuff. Right. So what do you think? What does that mean to you? It's a black issue, then. Right. So what? a black issue. In a country, so you're saying to me, stabbing is secluded then, to black I'm, people. I'm saying that there's that mix of like, okay, institutional shit. So it's paedophilia, white problem. Yes, yeah, yeah, you can have that totally. You but there's that. paedophilia in every community. Yeah, but we're the best <laughs> at it. It's definitely us. So how like come? How like come? Then how come? Asians doing what? Pedophilia? Or? Yeah, in the if, Midlands. Yeah, if it doesn't get the same coverage. If that's the case, then. <laughs> How come there's no fear of white men when it comes to young kids? There absolutely is. No, I don't see it. I don't see it. You don't get pulled over. Because you're not a white guy. You see me in a park near a playground. (laughs) But hold on. You're saying you see you in a park. Yeah. Just see me anywhere. Yeah, I mean, because you don't just get stabbed in a park. Where'd you get stabbed? Anywhere. (laughs) In London. Again, in London. But Um, if you think about it, if you think about it, are you scared of being stabbed in London? Absolutely not. Because I'm a white guy. I'm not scared of being stabbed either. Why not? Do that. Right. <laughs> Can yeah, you see? You know? What? Because when you grow up in that neighborhood, you see the knife crime issue. Right. When you grow up in that neighborhood, you understand how it happens and why it happens. Uh-huh. I'm never afraid of London. It's the safest place in the world. Right. Even with all the stabbings. Because I'm not in that crowd. I'm not in that world. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a world of people. But you gotta remember I come from control. Australia where there's just no crime. Well, there was. Oh, that was like, New Zealand. At all. Like, it, no, it's it's insane. Like, You mean the white side of the, Australia? No, 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 no. I mean, the indigenous communities are like a different, but that's like a remote <laughs> thing. That's like, that's very... You're not trying to brush it under the carpet. I'm not trying to brush it I'm not trying to brush under the carpet. That's a socioeconomic thing. There's just no way that I can thoroughly Just that one big crime, man. Apart from that, you guys been good. Too. Other than that, though, then. Gen- that was genocide. That was a long time. <laughs> 
So I'm just saying like in Australia, deaths at music festivals, like in Sydney where I'm from, that's like a big thing. Like for money- One person dying from an ecstasy overdose at a music festival once every three months. And they're like, we need to crack down on that. <laughs> when I went to um, Canada, the biggest thing that made the papers, these kids killed a dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Made the front line. I said, that won't make the Hackney Gazette. <laughs> That would even make the Hackney Gazette. All right, we're about, to, we're about to wrap up. I got one last question for both of you. If you had to live anywhere in the world apart from London, where would you live? Nigeria. In Nigeria? Yeah, man. Where in Nigeria? Well, I grew up in Lagos when I was like between 10 and 16. That's a huge city. I didn't realize how big <laughs> Lagos was, like 21 million? Nigeria is massive. But 21 million in a city, that's double London. They're not supposed to be in there. They're not supposed <laughs> to be in there. It's overcrowded. Uh-huh. But I'd live, in, um, I'd live in Nigeria, maybe not Lagos. I'll try to get like a more peaceful place sure. where it's not as hustle and bustle. Maybe my, my dad's area, but definitely right. Nigeria. And Michael? Is there is there anywhere that appeals? Brooklyn. <laughs> maybe like Kenya. Or like Kenya. Hawaii. Kenya or Hawaii? Yeah, those so. are very different choices. Like just like they're like chill places. I'm glad we are right there. Kenya's right. Kenya, Kenya looks like a nice place. Yeah. Have, have I, you guys been to like other African countries, like apart from Nigeria? We should start a movement where we you know what in Africa. I am going to start visiting the continent more. Nigeria again, man. We're so trained to hate our continent. Visit Rwanda, like right. Buy Rwanda if you have good things. You know, I want to go to Liberia. I want to go to Ghana. I want to go to Sierra Leone, um, Kenya, Senegal. I want to go to... Um, the black ones. So I'm I want go to go South to, Africa. I'm not going to Morocco or Egypt. I'm not going to Morocco or Egypt or none of the Arab countries. I love Arab people. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Mooch. <laughs> love you. But I'm not going to Morocco and them places yet. Well, so that's one thing with Nigeria. Like, the top is Muslim, the bottom bit's Christian. And the middle is East. Boy, whatever. East, whatever. Where, East, where, East where are you guys from? You said, well, Lagos, where where, where are your you're about so from the west, west side. Okay. Lagos is not in the west. Lagos is not in the west. No, it's okay. actually in the, it's in the south, in it. I'm not going to the north of Nigeria. Ugh. I studied in the north of Nigeria. You're so not going to the north of Nigeria. I went to school. Haram and that live. Yeah, not not great press from the north. Boko Haram live. They still haven't given back those girls, you know. <laughs> Do you know, you know, we need them back. You know the funny thing. <laughs> you know the funny thing about all those 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 terrorist groups. Like I'm not going to Nigeria. Boko Haram are there. It's like really. I mean. That's they all are. we get. That's all we get in the media. That's the that's the drip oh, we get in the media. Shit. It's like if you went to America, I'm like, that's like me saying I'm not going to America. The police kill black people there. They still yeah. owe us like 15 girls. They they got 15 girls that they haven't given back yet. It's just yeah. funny to me when people say that. You know, my friend was like to me, I, I wouldn't want to go to Nigeria for me. I'm scared of getting kidnapped. At first, I thought, first of all, who wants to kidnap you? Dude, I googled Nigeria this morning, and mm. the first like little Google's question is like, is Nigeria safe? And I'm like, yeah, let's find out if Nigeria is safe. You know, the funny thing again, Westerners get kidnapped all the time. Did you know that um, algorithms are racist? Do you know what it is? <laughs> this is why I say no, our PR team needs to step up their game. You can pay for that <laughs> and get the top search for Nigeria, great country. Yeah. No, it's just, just a Google just type thing. In, type in black people into Google and see what the options are. All right, I'll do it right now. Okay. And then you'll see that the algorithms, they do it's just the wrong type of rhythm. Society. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you type in English person. I got uh, black people. I got black people movies. Okay. Black people comedy movies. Okay. And black people hairstyles. Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay, type in black people are. Ah. Uh, no, don't do that. <laughs> black people are. Oh, it's not giving me any extra options. Mitch, can you do this? Um, can you do it up? Black people are. No, it's giving me nothing. Nothing. The black, black people are. Shame on you. Are there black Irish? 
Okay, this is quite. Do people Google these things? I, I think I think this must mean that I'm not racist. My Google, yo, yo, my Google, your algorithms like, hey, are protecting you. Your cookies are clean. My cookies are clean. Yeah, cookies are clean. You know what it is? So I think someone did that for the, for the internet, like screenshot some They're madness. Like, yeah, we can't do this. Your cookies are pretty woke. You guys got woke cookies. Thanks, yeah. man. I do I do a lot of googling to make up for it. I do all my racist shit in cognito. Ask Jeeves and the If you did that in my cookie. Fucking All right, let's check your Bing, man. That's <laughs> hey, how'd you get Bing off your main search? Because I didn't ask for it. You didn't ask for it? No. We'll, we'll, hook, we'll hook you up after the podcast. Guys, I don't think this should be part of the podcast. <laughs> where can people find you? Michael Otawale. Where can uh, we find you? Look, look up on Insta. Michael Otawale Comedy. Uh, yeah, spell, spell a lot of while there for the white people. Uh, for the whites, it's uh, O-D-E-W-A-L-E uh, Comedy. And uh, got all my dates on there. Same on my Twitter. Great. And my uh, Facebook. Sweet. Um, at Fumbi on Twitter, <laughs> at Fumbi underscore Mateo on Instagram. Live show on the 5th of November. Remember, remember. The remember, remember the 5th of yeah, man. Remember, remember the 5th of November. He's going to do a one-man rendition I'm of doing, Vendetta. I'm doing a one-man, yeah, of um, fighting white supremacy. <laughs> it's going to be my last show. Like I said, get killed for that. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's going to be a great night. What's it called? Black and Brit-ish. Black and Brit dash ish. Yes. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So strong. We're gonna, at we're the Backyard Comedy the Club. At the Backyard Comedy Club, man. It's going to be a great night. Tickets are available on my socials, on the links and whatnot. Get your tickets, people. They're selling out fast. And yeah. Nice. Guys, thank you so much for coming down. The Thanks way we finish the man. podcast is you guys say cheers, mate, at the same time. You ready? Count us in. Count us in. We're blapping. We've got timing. Two, three. Cheers, cheers mate. mate. Fucking crushed it. All right. Cheers, guys. Catch you next week. Thank you. All right, that was my chat with Michael and Funbi. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know it was a long one, uh, but I think we covered a lot, man. I felt good after the end of that. And I'm glad that they don't like the term BAME either. I don't know who says that, but it seems to pop up, uh, especially in like writing about the arts. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of that acronym shit. And it's like, I don't know. I'm not a fan, but I'm glad they're on board with that. Uh, definitely, if you enjoyed Funbi, go check out his taping November 5th. Uh, Michael is all over the place getting together his second hour uh, to take to Edinburgh. I just worked with him last night at Comedy Carnival and he absolutely smashed it. Um, so thank you for listening to the episode. Uh, if you did enjoy it, please jump on Apple Podcasts, give us a little five stars, get in touch, retweet at the Union Jackoff. Get in touch, man. I love to hear from you. I really, really do. Uh, what have I got going on? I don't have anything too much at the moment. We've got another... Australian Comedians Dope Comedy, November 3rd at the Backyard Comedy Club. That's got former guest Ray Badron uh, and Nick Ellery, who just had a real hot Edinburgh run. Uh, so you can go check that out. See me live. Um, that is November 5th at the Backyard Comedy Club, Australian Comedians Dope Comedy. If you Google that, you will find tickets. All right. Enough of that. It's been a long episode. Let's play it out with a little bit of music. You've heard snippets of it. Now let's hear the whole track from Nature TV. It's called She Wants to See You Cry. That's what's happening. Nature TV, she wants to see you cry. Jerk offs. It's been a goddamn pleasure. Cheers, mates. And I'll catch you next week. Thank you. Thank you.